What up, everybody? Welcome back to the Bodega Board Crew Podcast, Volume 43. Hope you guys have been having a good time out there. I know I've been trying to enjoy the summer. I've been kind of busy, but I've had a couple of fun sessions down at San O early in the mornings with a couple of people. It's been pretty decent, you know, making the best of the summer. Been doing a lot of duty over at Tyler Point just because it's convenient. It's right here. Go in for a couple hours before the wind gets on it, you know, have a great time with a couple of friends. It's been actually surprisingly fun. You look at it from the parking lot, it looks like shit, and then you get in the water, and it's actually been pretty good. Been having a couple of good sessions out there with the guys and girls. Hope you guys have been having some good sessions out there and making the most of what's going on. But let's do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew podcast. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our page, bodegabordercrew.podbean.com, for track listings, links to things we're talking about, links pertaining to people we're talking with. And who are we talking with this week? We are talking with shop owners and managers, some of my favorite surf shops out there. What I consider to be the lifeblood and the soul of the surf world. We're talking with people from Happy Battle in San Diego, Surfy Surfy in Encinitas, Talia in Laguna, Daydream Surf Shop in Costa Mesa, and Mollusk uh, in Silver Lake, Venice, and San Francisco. Great group of shops that I think represent the industry and the culture well. We also got some short takes, um, clip posted up by Mollusk, by Jack Coleman, called Down at the Boo, featuring a lot of our friends, a lot of great surfers that I think everyone should check out. A video that True Ames put up featuring Tyler Warren and the new fin he designed. And some news on some contests, including the Hot Dogger and the MSA Classic Invitational that I just wanted to share with everyone. But in general, it's been great out there. I've been busy. You guys have been busy. So without further ado, I'm going to get into the tracks and check in with you guys in a little bit. Peace. Q-tip is my title, I don't think that is vital For me to be your idol, but dig this recital If you can't envision a brother who ain't dissing Slinging this and that, cause this and that was missing Instead it's been injected, the tribe has been perfected Oh yes it's been selected, the art makes it protected Afrocentric living, Africans be giving A lot to the cause, cause the cause has been risen Some brothers they be flamming, thinking we ain't slamming Coming off like the days when we used to wear the Tamsin A blue collar talker, hemisphere stalker A glass of OJ and a 10 mile walk if you're in a jeep and you dig what you're hearing Can I get a beep and a side order of cheering? I am what I am, that's the tribal man We all know the colors, we all must stand As we start our travels, things they will unravel Quesarasara for this unit is like gravel Won't be gone for long, listen to the song If you can't pull it, all you gotta do is Push it along, push it along, push it along Yeah, push it along, push it along, push it along, push it along. Push it along, yeah, push it along, push it along, push it along, push it along, yeah, push it along, push it along, push it along, push it along, yeah, push it along. Put one up for the fifer, it's time to decipher The ills of the world make the situation brighter The clock is always ticking, the system should be kicking Like tips setting ham and eggs, i.e. chicken, chicken, chicken Should I release the lever, the lever of the clever Embellish all the funk as we start to endeavor The roars of the rap, filling up the gap With a smash of a hand and a little toe tap The boom, the bip the boom bip indicates to the brothers that we be on the flip tip. Gonies start to crumble, funky rhythm rubbles. Do 
through the dance hall, but my anthem is humble. It's the nitty gritty, my time is itty bitty. So I kick this last for the gipper and the witty. This ain't trial and error, more like tribe and error. Constantly rude, that's some sort of tribal terror. The street can't depart from the bloody heart. Repair the wear and tear, don't stop for it starts. Won't be gone for long, listen to the song. If you can't pull it, all you gotta do is push it along, push it along, push it along, yeah, push it along, push it along, push it along, push it along, push it along. yeah, push it along, push it along, push it along, push it along, yeah, push it along, push it along, push it along, push it along, yeah, push it along. The project, we hope that you will subject this group to be your object and never ever reject the tribe who meanders through drunken propaganda. Keep it in bloom and never will we slander. Redeem should be handed, don't let me demand it. Money gives a nudge to the poet star bandit. Control it, then recruit it. Follow, you won't lose it. Mysterious is the tribe for we choose it. Although she's flipping crazy, give my love to Gracie. God, could you help? Cause this quest is crazy, Spacey. The pigs are wearing blue, and in a year or two, we'll be going up the creek in a great big canoe. What we gonna do, save me and my brothers Hop inside the bed and pull over the covers Never will we do that and we ain't trying to rule rap We just want a slab of the ham, don't you know black? In society, a fake reality I'm nothing but a peg of informality While I sing my song, sing it all day long If you can't pull it, all you gotta do is Push it along, push it along, push it along Yeah, push it along, push it along, push it along, push it along. Push it along. Push it along, yeah, push it along, push it along, push it along, push it along, yeah, push it along. Yo, yo, Little D, Coney Island. Look, yo, yo, let me catch a beat. All right. Being the best MC, better be my destiny I'm blowing up like test tubes and chemistry Especially when I'm spitting fire devilishly And watch out for the leave, you burn in the 10th degree Spitting meteors coming through the atmosphere I'm the hottest out in the Bronx from the Cavaliers Swinging out like a seer, sitting on a chandelier Crack a bottle on your head, cause boy it's smashing beers It's the two year anniversary, I'ma body this And when I'm done, I do a lap right up the rocky steps And with my victory, I learn some history And put another crack inside the belly this is me, ain't no hater gonna change that God brought me to this world just so I could save rap I'ma walk into the club with J's in a paint hat Take your girl, you ain't ever gon' get your pay back I'm Raymond spraying all up on the train tracks Too good, I stay facts and you was just plain wax So high in the charts and you no fake wax I'm here cause I'm a warrior, little Ajax Town like mine is the needle in the haystack Do this every day like Rod Stewart and ASAP I'm a killer that's vanilla, rolling with Nems the Gorilla Pick up a chick like it was chick filler I'm a monster, y'all can call me Godzilla I'm like Ali and it's the Thriller in Manila I'm dated since it's fact, not fiction If you can't see that, you need a new prescription I'm the landlord, today is your eviction I'm like Big Pun with some J. Cole mixed in I'm a rapper that still maintain the honor roll I'm honor roll for making all the MCs fall like dominoes Can't wait till the day that I'm discovered I'll be the greatest even though I got white skin color I'm watching over y'all rappers, just call me Big Brother My raps are hot as ever now like it was midsummer I'm on some August shit, I'm also just a flawless kid He's bald out of been vomiting, started to become dominant 
Don't think you gonna get away with all your talking shit Cause after you go shoot the fire, there's gonna be a consequence Post Malone, kids in school like congratulations Fans shouting like my mother back at graduation Yeah, and you doing the bare minimum While I'm the king of Coney Island, watch over my kingdom come Y'all know that I'm not a normal citizen I write the synonyms, practicing and I spit a ton Like football, all my exes come running back Feel like let's get back together, I ain't doing none of that I just write my rhymes, my mind is where the thunder at To keep it safe, I cover that fire with bucket hats Hey mumble rap, mess with me, you gon' get thunderclap I'm old school, still watch Fresh Prince and the Thundercats Like Pixar, my bars just be incredible even when I'm not spitting, I stay fire in general I'ma hurt you boy, you gon' need attention, it's medical I'm on the top if y'all gon' put me on a pedestal I celebrate my W's like it's a festival I can't ball, but I can still kick y'all in the genitals My money is more green than all the vegetables So sick, when I spit, I'm breathing after chemicals It's Little D Yo, rest in peace, murder the beat I love y'all, Cypher Circuit
a school ball and strike out the MC And if he tempts me, I knock him out like Jack Dempsey I burn some sense, see the chaser with the Guinness The illest, now hit me with the hook because I'm finished The hop, you don't stop, don't stop Brothers boom to bits, and when the news hits, everybody catch fits. We gets mad, but still at home we sits, picking out on a big pig spoon to the grits. Talking 85 drive, brothers they wanna get live, but some fuck while I strive. See I strive, I gotta keep guard stepping in harmony. Brothers try bombing me, the devil try timing me up. But now cipher wait, I got now to sell. I been had it, now it's a bad habit to help. See I build with the new beings I chill with, I fill with. My zigzag zip, I never live big, I never live large, I never live fat The devil man in this land, you won't allow that So brother man, I don't wanna bust you But if you don't know the devil, then how can I trust you? Say yo, true indeed, I'm exploding all the time on the devil It's like this, life's hardships Stones a place that one must face trips Falls and spills and kills and cause mishaps These are some of his traps But I got a jewel which needs no gift wrap So just receive, believe when shown the light The devil gets left, the gods gotta get right To the source of a lost stop Kill that yes up, boss, and when you do from the other, you won't back Can't you see my bubble, yo, the arm, a leg, a leg, arm, supreme head And instead of relying, why don't you start trying? You say tries to fail, I say tries in the tempest When you stop trying, I make victory except from your cipher The life you lead is not hype The black man was not born to be a gutter snipe or an alley cat You should be stepping to the rally fat Not just with dope, but with the knowledge you know So get up and go, get yourself a book of life Instead of living life like a hook I see some so dense, man from head to toe, they full of lead, I felt the break now, I build a fort instead, so I talk, chill before flipped, that's in actuality, my man's mentality was dipped, I dip back to the roots, I am that I am a king, cream in the coffee, no thanks, play thing, you're simple teenage, you thought you got the knack to be black, stay to my eight like mine, I got so that you lack. Every time we lay that, the dog squad is like homemade a clown, we don't 
play that cool Jigaboo, Uncle Tom's in the mix Get a good look at the book of Psalms 82 and 6 All gods and children of the most high Give God still fry in the sun And don't deny I got a third eye sight vibe that don't lie I end the line, good night, define evil's the bullseye Right between yeah. eyes So y'all know who's the target, right? Yeah, yeah I hear you, Rock And I see you like this This is a modern type of style Look at what I did A double still can't build a pyramid I dug a tunnel of easy road to speak with a laser Rush your brain with a new genetic strain The garden dogs clove him And the devil's loathing Got an amnesia but I really don't give a damn Smack the man cause he tried to serve the plate The hand guys in the patty My uncle Trevor's now he dread He got a deepest red Used to be a foot fat city damn suspension And I forgot to mention That I'm the word buff Yes enough, fits enough Zigzag zig Watch the black man get big and burst The black man is first So drop a black hearse and a bury all the devils With KMD I can raise up my levels Bust it Yeah, you know what I'm saying trying to bend While I release the confrontation Darn the holy fat bags of weed ravioli Pasta, bodyguard the killer beat songs like Kevin Costa Infrared all inside your bumper roster Capadonna pimp the derby like the mobster Heavy head, niggas hating Jake's It be us, all the war soldiers Hanging in halls, getting over city niggas Shoot for blood money, rockin' rovers Stay dipped, don't have no money in your pocket In the streets, whitey street with Mark money 
Nasheed crack bumps, watch it back for just Put me for a fake $20 bill, get him son, we ain't the one Politicking, blood spicking, sticking these Dominicans Eating good, had to shoot my way up out of Vinicans That's life to top it all off, beef for white Pulling bleach out, trying to throw it in my eyesight Yo, Today's agenda, got the suitcase up in the central Go to room 112, tell them Blanco sent ya Feel the strangers, if no money exchanges I got these kids in ranges, to leave them niggas brainless All they told is stainless, you just remain us Calm as possible, make the deal go through If not, here's 12 shots, we know how you do Please make your killings clean, slugs up in between They eyes like true lies, kill them and flee the scene Just bring back the coke or the cream Or else, your life is on the shelf We mean this Frank, them cats we fucking with Put bombs in your mom's gas tank Let's get this money baby They shady, we get shady Dress up like ladies and burn them in dirty 380s Then they come to kill our babies That's all out, I got gats that blow the wall out Clear them all out, fuck the fallout Word to stretch, I bet they pussy Cause seven digits push me Fucking real, here's the deal. I got a hundred bricks, 14.5 a piece. Enough to top six, buy the house on the beach. Supply the peeps with Jeeps, brick a piece. Capiche, everybody getting cream, no one considered the leech. Think about it now, that's damn near 1.5. I kill them all, I'll be set for life. Frank, pay attention, these motherfuckers is henchmen. Renegades, if you die, they still get paid. Extra probably, fuck a robbery. I'm the boss. Promise you won't rob them, I promise But of course, you know I have my fingers crossed Niggas bleed just like us Picture me being scared of a nigga that breathe the same air as me Niggas bleed just like us Picture me being shook, we could both pull burners Make the motherfucking beef Niggas bleed just like us Picture a nigga hiding my life in that man's hands while he just decided Niggas bleed just like us I'd rather go toe to toe with all of y'all Running ain't in my protocol uh. Since it's on, I call my nigga Arizona Ron from Tucson, push the black Yukon. Usually had the slow grooves on, mostly rock the Osley. Stupid as a youngin', chose not to move wisely. Sharp over game, him and his crooks called the Jooks. Heard it was sweet, about 350 apiece. Braun bought a truck, two bricks laid in the cut. His peeps got bucked, got locked the fuck up. That's when Braun vanished. Came back, speaking Spanish, lavish habits, two rings, 20 carats. Here's the criminal. Nigga made America's most. Killed his baby mother, brother, slit his throat. The nigga got back with the toast, beat it, took it to trial, beat it. Now he feel he undefeated, he mean it. Nothing to lose, tattooed around his gun wounds. Everything to gain, embedded in his brain. And me, I feel the same for this money you dying. Especially if my daughter crying, I ain't lying. Y'all know the signs. bleed just like us. Picture me being scared of a nigga that breathe the same air as me. Niggas bleed just like us. Picture me being shook, we could both pull burners, make the motherfucking beef. Niggas bleed just like us. Picture a nigga hiding my life in that man's hands while he just decided. Niggas bleed just like us. I'd rather Go toe to toe with all of y'all running ain't in my protocol. We agreed to go and shootin' is silly because niggas could be hiding in showers with Mac Billy, so I freaked them. The telly manager was Puerto Rican. 
Gloria from Astoria I went to war with her peeps in 91 Stole a gun from my workers And they took drugs, they tried to jerk us We blazed they plays, long story Glow seen my face, got shook Thought a nigga was coming for the sake Now she breaking, shut up, 112 What's shaking, a Jamaican Some bitches I swear, they look gay in the black Range Rover been outside all day If it's trouble, let me know I'll be on my way, please I got kids to feed I done seen you make niggas bleed Nightmares this bitch don't need Wrong, get the gasoline This spot, we bout to blow this Get the cash before the cops and Range Rover cats know this Room 112, right by the staircase Perfect place where they evacuate They meet they fake Wrong, pass the gasoline The nigga pass me kerosene Fuck it, it's flammable My hunger is unexplainable Strike the match just what I expected, the dread kid ejected in seconds And here come two opposite sexes, one black, one Malaysian We in the hallway waiting patient As soon as she hit the door, we start blasting I saw her brains hit the floor, wrong laughing I swear to God, I hit Maxi Priest at least 12 times in the chest Spit the round shot of chink in the breast She crying, headshots put her to rest Pop open the briefcases, nothing but Franklin faces Spots, hot sprinklers, alarm systems That's when other guests start to slipping It's time for us to get the dipping I know them niggas in the ranges on their way up flipping Pistol gripping, I know the clipping The hallway got real loud and crowded They walk right past us, I don't know how they allowed it The funny thing about it, through all the excitement They range got told, they double parked by a hydrant Welcome back, y'all, to the Bodega Border Crew Podcast, Volume 43. Hope you guys have been digging the tracks I've been picking. I slipped in a little track from a kid that I found, Little D. Little D some, like, 13-year-old rapper kid from Coney Island. He's just, like, insane. Uh, his stuff that he's been doing at some of these ciphers is, like, pretty sick. I'm not 100% sold on his uh, own stuff he does because... I gotta be honest, like the production's not like what's my taste, but lyrically what he's doing, references that he's making in his work, his flow, how he's on point, his speed, everything is just amazing. And I had to include that little thing that I ripped off of YouTube. But anyway, let's do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew Podcast, Volume 43. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our page, bodegabordercrew.podbean.com, as well as the episode description on your iTunes player for full track listings, links to things we're talking about. Also, make sure to go over to bodegabordercrew.com or bodegabordercrewstore.com for all the stuff we're putting out. Right now, it's mostly t-shirts and stickers and hats, but we have some things in the works. Soon you'll be able to buy Chunky's Surf Wax from there as well, so stay tuned for that. But let's get into the episode right now. So I've been frequenting surf shops up and down the coast of California for the last couple of years. Uh, There's some that I get more attracted to than others because of product offerings, brands they're carrying, shapers they're carrying, that kind of thing. And in general, my feeling with surf shops is I think they need to be these hubs of the community, you know, and a lot of the ones that I interviewed here are just that, you know, these are shops that support local businesses, they support local communities, they try to advance the surf community through educational things such as, you know, whether it be talks or 
movie night or a visiting shapers or that kind of thing. These are the kind of shops that I think are really vital to our culture and to the industry. And I was lucky enough to be able to sit down with a bunch of these people to discuss, you know, how they've approached it and what they do. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to let them speak and you could hear their, their whole thing. And then I'll come back in with a little wrap up. What's your name and what's the name of your shop? My name is Mark Jasper Valentine. I own a surf shop here in Alphon Boulevard, Happy Battle Surf Girl. And uh, what's the exact address of your shop? 4958 Alcohol Boulevard, San Diego, 92115. There you go. Um, so what was the reason that you opened up your shop? Well, it wasn't, it wasn't really a plan originally. You know, I, I started this in studio apartment in Claremont. Okay. Um, I, got, I got friends with one of the shapers that I know, and then I helped him with his accounting, and I started selling surfboards in my studio apartment. And he grew from there. Okay. And then moved to garage in La Mesa uh-huh. and start selling boards over there. And then, boom, I have a shop. So how long uh, has the shop been here? Over here right now, it's only like two years. Two years. Okay, yeah. cool. I just opened this. So what are some of the uh, board builders and brands that you like work closely with and sell here? Uh, like what brands that we sell? Yeah, like the ones that you'd be like, hey, if someone's like... What brands would I find at your shop? You'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, like so, the ones that you think are like special. You know, well, obviously they're all special, but well, yeah, all of them are special. So like for me, it's like you know, this all these guys like they have their own specialty. You know, we work yeah. with Gordon and Smith, work with Larry Mabel, work with you know, we start working with Joel Tyler Warren, a um, couple other young guys. You know, like so we want to give them the platform to kind of showcase their brand here, you know, like Reed Lingen Filter from San Juan Capistrano, uh, Lucas Dirks, we just started working with him, and then Jack Sabala, and then hopefully a few more, you know. So when someone's like like a young board builder, shaper, do they just come to you and kind of like show you their product and be like, hey, this is what I'm about, or do you find them? Do you like... I, I like finding them better. Okay. Because I kind of like, I, I always out there kind of like watching who's doing what, you know, if I kind of like what they're doing and then, yeah, I hit them up if they want to do business. Yeah, uh-huh. let's do it. You know, um, as long as they're passionate, if I see the passion that what they're doing, it doesn't matter if they're big names or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I just dig it. And most of the boards you're carrying, like it varies from like obviously like traditional influence long boards to fishes and some like newer experimental shapes. Is it in reference to the kind of surf that's around here, or is it just like this is the stuff you dig? It is just the stuff that I would ride. Okay. Oh, cool. Something I'm just like familiar with, you know. Uh-huh. Like when I was when I was a kid, I ride like you know like you know, performance show boards. Uh-huh. But now like this is what I've been doing, you know. Uh-huh. I feel like everybody just like start. I know, a lot of shops carrying a lot of like you know short shorter board they, they focus on that for me it's just like I like this way mm-hmm. like longboard single fin retro fish yeah because you have like an interesting selection like when you go online to your website and or here in the shop like I mean I've been going to your website for like the last like couple of years just to like look at boards like my board porn like look like, yeah like you're on the list like like I'm like <laughs> I look at my shops and I'm like you know my wife's always bitching like stop looking at boards and I'm like <laughs> 
I almost feel like it's funny. Board porn is kind of like the right word for it. Yeah, it's something yeah, you gotta hide from your yeah, wife. Yeah, exactly. Like, what the fuck are you looking yeah. at? It's like almost worse than like like I think she might be happier if she saw me watching porn. She's like, well, you're not paying for that. Yeah. She's like, that's an eight hundred to thousand dollar investment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to know about it. But you have like a big range of boards, and I, I think that's like like why I love your shop. Like one of the reasons is like I think it's yeah, someone can walk in and be like. Oh, the swell's small. I want to get one of these boards. Or like, hey, it's gonna pick up. I want this. And like, they, or I'm this size. I'm that size. A lot of shops have this tendency to be in this kind of like tunnel vision. Like they're like, this is what we sell. And you're like, okay, like I want something else. Simple means is like, uh, it's not for me. It's like, yeah, fine. It's a business. You know, it's all about you know, you you, want, you gotta make money. You you want to make ends meet. You know, but then they for me it's like. My, my wife allowed me to, to do this because she knows I love it. You know, I have a degree in accounting. I can just like go back if I really want to like, you know, just like makes a lot of money. You know, right. I can just do that and work for like big companies. But for me, it's like I'm just following my passion because like a lot of these guys, you know, they still shaping boards. I feel like it's a dying breed, man. Like if we're not really careful about it, like we could lose it. That's true. You no, know, that's, that's very true. You know, we still got a lot of these guys. That's all they do for a living. Mm -hmm. That's all they do. You know, since since they want, I'm pretty sure they can do something else. But that's all they know. Like the Hank Bizacks, right? Bizack, good example. You know, yeah. I respect that guy. He's one of the guys that gave me a shot in the industry. You know, um, he he loves what he, you know. He's still shaping, he's still out there. Mm -hmm. Summertime, like sweltering. He like inside yeah. the safe room. He's still shaping out there, you know. He's still, you know, he's working with Joel now, you know. They've been working together ever since, but you know, but Uncle Hank is one of the good, you know, good example. Like, yeah, he's still doing what he loves. Yeah, I was at a shop. I think like what, like a month ago, and he was like, he was like, "You're interrupting me," and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I, was like, yeah, I was like, "Classic." No, I was like, "Go right ahead." Like, I'll sit here and wait for you to be done shaping. I don't give a shit. Like. I'd rather you make some money. What I'm doing ain't gonna make you anybody. But you know, I'm pretty sure you, you, he gets you and you get him because no, both I, of you are from New York. Yeah, well, it was funny when we were sitting down, he was kind of like, he was like, oh, I hope I didn't, I mean, interview's gonna come out sooner. It might've come out by the time this episode comes out, but he was like, oh, I hope, like after interview, he's like, oh, I hope I didn't like rub you the wrong way. I was like, you are one of the five people since I moved to Southern California five years ago that made me feel at home. <laughs> I was like, I could be here. I will be in your shop every day of the week. And he's like, are you? I was like, this makes me feel like I'm in my backyard. Like I feel comfortable. <laughs> like this is my shit. You see, a lot of people like I so used to like kissing his ass. Yeah. I don't think he likes those. You know, like no, because he's from like, New York. He doesn't he, want that bullshit. The thing about him is like. That's what I appreciate about him. Is like if you mess up or you fucked up, like he'll let you know. Yeah, he doesn't care. He'll tell you. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. He's he's honest. What is your typical customer that that walks in to your um, shop? Pretty much everybody, dude. Like I don't really have a specific demographic as long as like they're looking for surfboards and I have the surfboards, or even though. I don't have a surfboard, so I can find it for them. They know like what we care here. A lot of guys, they don't know. They just walk in looking for something else. They kind of need guidance, you uh -huh. know, things like that. If I kind of sense like they're beginner, yeah. I give them suggestion. You know, if I don't have anything here, I'll find them the boards. Like good example, that kid that came here yeah. that made the damn famous today, 200 bucks. Yeah. He's just starting to surf. Yeah. He's looking at that $500 boards over there. But yeah. I told him, dude, just start with that 80, 280 bucks. Yeah. And then if it works out, keep it. If it's not, then you can jump into that. You want a pretty board, that's. But it's better like you start with like something cheaper, you know. Yeah. Oh no. I so yeah, that. we got a lot of beginners, like yeah, guys that've been serving all their lives, you know. Like, 
But it's nice to have that advice, not just that they're walking in here and they're just kind of like, don't like a lot of people who start surfing, but they get steered in the wrong direction because no one tells them. So it's nice that you're telling them like, hey, what are you into? And like kind of, I think that's part of the thing that like a lot of shops like are neglecting nowadays. You know, they're neglecting that relationship, you know, of like someone coming in and being like, oh, like what kind of breaks are you surfing? Who are you surfing with? What are you doing? And it's exactly. nice to see, like, I just witnessed that now with like two of your customers. And I was like, oh, that's great. Like, that's what I want out of a shop. Yeah, you, know, you, you gotta you gotta get to know them, you know? For me, like, dude, like, I'd rather not sell any boards. I'd rather just have like a zero sale, knowing that, hey, I didn't sell anybody a wrong board, you know? I'd rather have like, give them like, yeah, the right boards. If I don't have it here, I'll give them advice. Hey, listen, you know, this is the right board for you. I don't have it here. I, I just don't, you know, for me it's like, the, see the way I grew up, dude, like my, my parents taught me like, you know, you know, if, you know, treat others the way you want to be treated, you know, like, it's a very, you know, yeah, so no, that's, that's that, a good for me, like somebody walking in, sometimes they shy, dude, like they have no idea about surfing, they shy, shy to admit they like new to surfing, but sometimes I sense those, it's like, dude, how long is surfing? You know, like some of them, they want to get short boards right away. Yeah. I was like, it might not work for you. But sometimes they're like really like want it. I'll have them try, but I'll give them a chance to like, listen, I know this thing gonna work for you, but if you really want to give it a shot, go for it. Yeah. But you can, you know, you can return it. See, that's, that's good. Um, what sort of things do you do to integrate into the local community? Like, like, do you do events here with like other businesses around here? What do you do? Yeah, so right now, like, yeah, you, you know, I start collaborating with you guys. You guys pretty much are the first event here. Oh, okay. Uh, th that's pretty much first one. Oh, awesome. So, so like, uh, you know, something <laughs> like that, like, it kind of opened my eyes. It's like, wow, you know, this, we can bring the community like that. I've been wanting to do it, but like, when you and Ryan approached me, I was like, man, yeah, I'm all over it. I like what you guys are doing in the industry. Uh, I'm a big fan of what you guys are doing, so I was kind of like, it's a perfect marriage, dude. Like I was like, yeah, let's do that, you know. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. No, it was fun. I, I mean, I think, I think you know, those kind of things make help make surf shops the heart of a community. You know, when people can come and hang out and stuff, because they do eventually become customers. Like if they're coming here and hanging out and like for events and stuff. Yeah. So I mean, but it's also like a way to grow it because you know you want to grow this base. Um, you guys have only been open for like two years from in this location. Is there anything you've noticed a shift in uh, your customer buying habits from when you first opened to now, or is it just the same? Oh yeah, yeah. They, you know, like all these guys, you know, when they start getting better, they start to know, like, you know, they start to get to know their style. They start like, you know, everybody probably has like social media, you know, mm -hmm. like they start looking like, okay, I like this guy's style. That's the board I want, mm -hmm. you know, what he's writing. So if we ended up having it here, they'll start asking us questions like, oh, you have these shapers here, you know, and they'll start asking, you know, tell me about this board. And then you get to tell them, like, what's the difference? You know, like a lot of this guy, although like, yeah, we have, uh, you know, a lot of like single fin nose riders here. They all have like different style, mm -hmm. you know, it's not, they're not all the same, you know. Right. Uh, what do you think is key? For surf shops to do in order to not only keep the culture alive but help it grow like what are the things that surf shops can be doing to just like keep this culture progressing well the way you uh, you know first like see the, the events that, that's a good that's a good one like collaborating with guys like you guys and then um, yeah uh, collaborating with young shapers like that's one again to 
to to serve uh, to to shaping, you know, and then give them a platform to showcase like their their, their own shapes, you know. Although they're not big names, at least like you stoke them up, like hey, you know, like you have a chance to like mm -hmm. make it if you just work hard for it, you know. And then this is your shop if you wanna if you wanna do that, I'll, right. I'll support it. Yeah, that's I mean I think that's key. Yeah. Um, what would you like to see from the surf industry that you think would help smaller shops like yourself not only survive but make a good profit? Like, what is the what can the larger scale surf industry do for you? Um, or is there anything? I don't know. To be honest with you, I, this probably the way I run my business. There's probably nothing really they can do for me. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, it's like I'd rather start from like the core, like where like those smaller guys like local shapers actually like will help me more because mm -hmm. i focus more on surfboards so so those are the guys that's kind of like gonna help me more mm -hmm. rather than the, the corporate right right um i'm pretty sure they can do something for a smaller shop like mine but for me the way i run it is just like i rather collaborate with the guys that's been doing it for a long time and the guy that wants to to start doing it too mm -hmm. kind of like merge that and combine it you know like guys that have been shaping for a long time and guys that just want to sh start shaping so um yeah i don't i don't know if there's something that they really can do well if they want to give us exposure <laughs> yeah yeah you know there's i mean it doesn't I, i'm just always curious because you know they like you know they like to market that they're like doing everything for like surf culture but like the point that i'm i i know this and like you know this who run shops like this is like they're not doing shit they're like it's like at the end of the day like i don't fucking <laughs> like care. how you street no you know, i'm like, gonna be straightforward no, dude. they're like, not it's... doing shit like a, like a firewire ruins industry like those companies like they don't they they're not doing anything to help like if as an example like let's say firewire was like Oh, we're gonna hook up with Hank Bizak and he's gonna do like three signature shapes and stuff. It actually wouldn't do anything. It might attract some people to that, but at the end of the day, the person who buys like a Firewire board expects it to be X amount of dollars. Like, right. doesn't give a shit. Like, right. doesn't care about craftsmanship at the end of the day. Well, you know, those guys are, you know, I'm not hating on what they're doing, but at the end of the day, just like, it's, you know, I'm, I'm coming from a business background, you know, I work with the CFA firms, like, you know, we dealt businesses, you know. That's their goal. They, they want to make money, yeah. so they're doing they're doing such a good job doing it because it's like yeah, they, it's profitable. You know, like oh yeah, forget it. They're collaborating with bunch of local surf shop. Yeah, they become those surf shop become their salesperson. You yeah, know, they drop some bunch of boards. Yeah, eliminate bunch of like local shapers. So when you walk into that shop, all you see a bunch of those brands, and they push the other ones out. Exactly. I got approached here before. I'm not gonna name names. Like, what brand is it? They want me to like put their all this side of the wall here, all their brands. They're gonna give it for free. And then I wasn't being rude. I just told them, like, yeah, I'm probably not gonna do it. But you know, give me your business card. But yeah, I never really called them. No, they know it's not gonna happen. You know? Right. And at the end of the day, that's like a quick fix, right? That's like a quick money fix for you. It's not like a long. Like that ruins your business in a sense. Like it. It's ruin. See, like it ruins my business. It ruins like shapers' business. It ruins the community. So yeah. for me, it's like if I support that, if I put like a cheap pop outs next to, let's say, Bizac. Yeah. That's kind of like devalues, but it's kind of like a disrespect. Yeah. No. No. I get it. So what I'm getting at is, I think, and I, you don't have to say it, but these big companies basically are ruining us. <laughs> they <laughs> some of them. At least about, you our know, world. Our world. Right. Right, like right. it's not, it's not. The Don't worry, see, they're not even affecting Firewire or like all those company like Hayden Shapes or other pop outs. They're not affecting this 
this business is right now, like my business. I don't think it will affect. No, because it's not the customer. Right, but at the end of the day, you have to be vocal and educate people about it. What's the difference? They're yeah. running a business, I'm running a business. We want to be transparent. Hey, all our boards are being made here. Yeah. Well, you know, I think they're doing, I don't know what they're doing, so I'm not really paying attention no, to what No, no, I'm, I'm just curious. Like, you know, sometimes, like, I'll give you an example. Like, sometimes, like, the billabongs and stuff, they like to put on, like, local contests, which I think is great, or they like to do, like, shaper things. And blah, blah. Like, I think that's great, but, you know, the board companies, anyway, the mainstream ones, they don't do anything. Um, I'll ask you one last question uh, before we finish up. What do you see the future of your shop in the next five to ten years? Like, what would you like? To, where would you like to see? It well, I want to grow. I want to like give more. I, I hope like I can move into like bigger, bigger place, and like I can put in more boards over here. Like, it's all I'm gonna keep it the same thing. Like, give like you know other shapers a platform to like showcase their boards here, mm -hmm. and just like continue what I'm doing. It's pretty much like the the end goal for me is like supporting this culture you know this, i'm doing it for the love of it you know i'm not you know like again like there's not a lot of like people walking in my shop i'm just like i just i just appreciate what these guys are doing man. Mm -hmm. the glasser the sanders uh, you know um yeah the shapers you know they they give me a chance right to make a living to feed my family without them i wouldn't be here that's why you know for me, it's like I feel sad that like they're not getting a lot of support. So, you know, I wish this other shop that you know follow suit and do the same thing and support these guys. At the end of the day, it's not a surf shop without these shapers, right? You know, so um, I feel like surf shop has big responsibility of like educating the people because um, either you know we we could be the one destroying this industry too if we're not supporting that local shapers if you're supporting like the pop outs that's what people see and then this could disappear sure thank you so what's your name and the name of the shop you run uh so it's jp st pierre we have surfy surfy awesome and yeah. where is it located we're in uh the deepest darkest funky part of lucadia <laughs> at uh, 974 north coast highway uh, one block north of lucadia boulevard and uh, what was, how long has the shop been here? Uh, this is year eight for this location. Okay, cool. Also, oh, where was it before that? So it kind of started out as the front lobby of Moonlight Glassing, oh. which is my family's surfboard factory. Oh, okay. So yeah, we had this little front lobby that we weren't really doing anything with. So we just built a little wall rack and printed a couple t-shirts. Uh -huh. So it was, um, you know, Moonlight Glassing shirts and then Surfy Surfy was like my little side project. Uh -huh. um, it was just a, a blog I started. Okay. And um, so we, I kind of felt like the Moonlight Glassing blog sounded too dry. Yeah. So Surfy Surfy was this goofy expression my friends and I have been using since we were like 13. Uh-huh. It's kind of like code for like the waves are fun. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, you know, like my buddy Dave grew up across the street and his stepbrothers. So I'd wake him up like 5.30 in the morning and go like, hey you guys, wakey wakey, let's go Surfy Surfy. So that's the that's where it started. That's the goofy I was origin, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so you guys have been here how long? Ago? Sorry. So we moved into this location um, spring of 2010. Okay, so eight years almost. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So which was a crazy time to open a surf shop because the month we opened, 100 businesses in our zip code closed down. Yeah, because that was like that was yeah. when that recession <laughs> yeah. bump hit. That was really bad. <laughs> So it's like, yeah, let's open up a business that sells really expensive, expensive things. Yeah, uh, it was, yeah. it was weird, but we went for it. Uh, 
What What are some of the brands and uh, board builders that you pride yourself on carrying in your shop? So it's mostly the guys, it's all the guys who made me boards my whole life. Okay. Um, it's kind of the theme of the shop. So Gary Hanel, who is, um, I live right across the street from him. He's like second dad. He's been making our boards since we were, you know, kids. Okay. Um, and then, you know, Campbell Brothers Bonzers have always been a big part of it. I started writing those boards when I was 18. Okay. And um, we, you know, we gla- my dad was patient enough to glass his boards. Uh-huh. His bonzers were tricky. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, Gary Hannell, Malcolm Campbell. If our, our local guru is Mike Sunderland, uh-huh. who a lot of people outside the surfboard industry don't know, but, you know, he, he's been kind of like the secret production guy for Donald Takayama for decades. And, you know, he's in his 70s now. He's been shaping forever. Okay. And so he makes our shop label boards. Okay. And, you know, and then we kind of mix in other local guys. Like, we have this guy, Bob Harvey, who's like under underground Carlsbad. We've got Manny Caro sometimes when he brings his boards. He's kind of like a new adopted Lucadian. um, He lives right up the street and he's renting a room out at at Moonlight. Um, We have Chris Christensen's because my dad and Chris merged their two factories together about three, four years ago. Okay. So now we kind of refer to it as Christensen Moonlight. Yeah. And um, who, who else do we have? No, I mean, that, I, the funniest thing is I never knew that there was a Moonlight connection. So now, like, walking in, like, now it makes sense, like, what you have there. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, all these boards are glass yeah. there. So the, um, our official logo, if you see, it's like the, the crew of guys yeah. all glassing that board together. Yeah. That's the old 1979 Moonlight logo. Oh. So those are all real guys. So, like, my dad's on there, Gary Stuber glassing, oh. Mark O'Donnell um, glossing, Kenny Man sanding, and then oh, Elmo doing awesome. a fin. So, yeah, I kind of redrew it. Um, yeah, back in like 2008 or nine. Oh wow! And kind of adopted that. As oh, that's logo. awesome. Well, now it makes all like it all makes sense to me. Uh, I just never thought of it. Yeah, so that's the lineage. And then Moonlight came out of the Sunset Surfboards in yeah. downtown Encinitas in the 70s. So yeah, that, yeah. so it kind of goes Sunset, Moonlight, Surfy, Surfy. It's, I call it the Surfy Verse. All these things that kind of like all these little interwoven threads. So. Yeah, that's yeah. been a big part of the culture here. What is your typical customer like that comes in? Yeah, we, I mean we have we have kind of like several groups of customers. Like you know, I mean our average like surfboard customer, like who's kind of like sophisticated and know, has done research and knows what he wants, is you know probably like 30s, 40s. Um, has a pretty well-rounded quiver, surfs a lot. Uh-huh. You know, very like invested in building. Um, a unique quiver and, and it always has his eye on the like the swell charts and stuff yeah. and then our other kind of typical customer is actually like just our local families that um, like the stroller moms that their kids go to my kids school and they kind of uh-huh. cruise in pick up sunscreen and hats and okay. all that stuff so there's like the kind of core surfer dudes and then there's like the local families that are kind of just using um, if they need something they run in Gotcha. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting. So you're, you're saying that mostly like the hard goods board customers, they're people who are like pretty well educated. Like they're walking in, they kind of have a general idea of like, I want a bonzer, I want this, I want that. Yeah. And a lot of them are repeat customers. Okay. Um, there are like young younger kids who are um, kind of like on the search for something. Like they maybe they grew up on softboards and maybe they got a couple like performance shortboards and then they're kind of maybe seeking something else, but they don't quite know what they want. And some of them have money and some of them don't, but um, okay. you know, they're, 
there, there is this crew of like young guys that are definitely on a quest um, to find that because they're kind of like a crucial point in surfing, looking for something to kind of you know they want to level up, mm-hmm. and they're always on the on the hunt. Yeah, for the next thing. I mean, that's a big part of surfing, right? We're always looking for like the next wave, the next like high, yeah. if you will. Um, what sort of things do you guys do at your shop to integrate and highlight the local community? Um, you know, when we first opened, we did we used to do a lot of events because this part of town, there, it was this was kind of a dead zone. Um, we had Papagayo restaurant down the, the street. They were they were kind of like on their own. They would like this like strip of neighborhood was like just black and night. Except like Papagayo would, would have lights on. They'd have live music, uh-huh. and so we started you know staying open late and hosting bands and you know having a bucket of beers and doing that kind of stuff. And then you know maybe a few raffles or like there's a charity thing thrown in. Mm-hmm. And then now that this neighborhood's kind of like filled in there's, there's kind of no more vacancies and there's stuff going on and I got kind of burned out on you know I have a young kid so yeah. getting home at one was yeah. it was getting hard but um, so we used to yeah we used to host a lot of like local young musicians and you know now we're kind of like we participate in all the main street events like um, summer fun on the 101 which is like live music in our little park down the street and art walk and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, this neighborhood has, like, I mean, we come from L.A., like, my wife and I probably stay here, like, two to three times a year. We come for, like, a weekend, four days kind of thing, surf a little, hang out. We have some family down in San Diego. Um, so we've seen, like, how much, even in, like, five years that we've lived, lived in Southern California, how much has changed, like, what's going on. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it this, this town, it's definitely, it's having some growing pains, because it used to be, this is... It was like the kind of really sleepy, like little mellow mm-hmm. zone of town where the rent was cheap, but train, train pause. There you go. Train pause. It only comes by 80 times in 24 hours. <laughs> oh, but uh, yeah, so I mean, in you know, in the, in the last 40 years, we've only had three new buildings, but those three new buildings have happened in the past five years. Okay. So people are kind of freaking out a little bit, like, oh my god, everything's changing, but... If you, Relatively and, speaking, that's not... Yeah, and part of it, too, is a lot of these businesses that have been here for decades, say, like, a little local restaurant, well, it's reaching the point where the owner of the restaurant is has retired, and so you see there's there's new businesses moving in, because old businesses are moving out, and, I mean, in some <coughs> cases, like, the founder passed away, or... Right, right. You know, like, so there's, there's just, there's a big shift, you know, like... You know, I'm in my 40s, so a lot of the new businesses in Lucadia are also owned by, are being started by people in their 40s, like it's, or 30s even. So there's just kind of like a generational shift happening here. No, I think that's um, natural yeah. in an area like this. Like, yeah. I think that's just going to happen. Which, which I think it's good, um, but it is, it's busier and, you know, parking's getting tight and the infrastructure hasn't kept up it's with the tight. demands. Yeah, so. all that stuff is just going to get tighter. I mean, you get more people moving in here. Yeah, but um, yeah, I grew up right up the street, and um, I mean, I wasn't even allowed to go north of Lucadia Boulevard when I was a kid because really? this was like the kind of like crackhead meth heroin zone. Ah. So but isn't isn't <laughs> always like every good area that's how it starts out? Like in every yeah. like every area, it's like it's like you look at like places in like New York City. It's like oh yeah, this is where it used to be slummy. It's like now there's three million dollar one bedrooms. Uh, yeah, that's just how it is. Out. I think. Uh, what changes have you seen in your customer buying habits since you first opened? I mean, you guys have been open eight years, so you've kind of seen 
change, I would think. Yeah, I mean, it, like, our shop is quirky and weird, so I feel like what we're seeing is maybe not indicative of larger trends, but mm-hmm. um, we kind of stopped carrying big surf brands. Not that we did a lot of that anyway, but um, we, we really don't stock any, like, brands. Like, we'll, we'll do, like, s- smaller label stuff, but for the most part, it's, like, the apparel is just our own private mm-hmm. apparel. Like, um, you know, the, you know, the, the, I think, you know, the, the billabongs and quicksilvers and all that kind of stuff, I feel like they really imploded a few years ago. And yeah. Even if you, in a shop like ours, even if you stock it, people will just, they don't even look at it because you're walking into like a smaller shop because they're looking for more independent, mm-hmm. more unique stuff, not stuff that's now, you know, at the mall. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Which makes, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's one of the things that's always attracted me to your guys' like shop and like why I always have to like stop in because it's, I'll find brands here that I'm not going to typically find anywhere else. Yeah. But then, like, the other thing with, with us, there, there's other shops who kind of have our same kind of vibe that can sell like these like really nice $30 t shirts that we kind of struggle with that too because our customers are still a little bit more blue collar yeah. or working class. So, you know, like, you know, our, our shop t-shirts are, you know, they start at 15 and they top out at 20 bucks. Right. And, um, you know, the, you know, we can, we can sell $25 shirts. Sometimes when you get in that 28, 30, you know, then, then my friends just yell at me like, dude, what, what are you doing? Like, yeah. I can't afford the shirt. And like, yeah, yeah, oh my yeah. God, I can't either. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much why you're going to yell at me for the shirts I dropped off. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's around that price but, point. But, you know, there's, no, I you can do a few. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fine. Um, <laughs> now, I lo- I, the thing that I also loved about your guy's shop always is that you have stuff for, like, kids. So, like, like you have, like, shirts and hats and stuff like that. And I always think that's great because it's like, I want my kids to wear, like, what I wear, you know? like. Yeah. there's. I mean, there's a lot of... We've, we had a baby boom a few years ago, so there's a lot of kids in this neighborhood, mm-hmm. like, a lot, a lot. So, um, yeah, seize, seize the market. Right? Yeah, like, <laughs> like I think teenagers think we're kind of stupid and lame, but they're all the like eight to twelve year olds like us. So oh, hopefully see, that cool. generation will continue to like us. And we'll make it more money and buy <laughs> yeah. some boards and stuff. Um, what would you like to see from the larger surf industry that you think would help smaller shops not only to survive but make a good profit? Um, I don't know. I mean, to me, I think the larger surf industry, I mean, I think it's dead. I mean, I think those guys are goners. Like, yeah. I mean, if you look at, like, the amount of, like, bankruptcies and, and drama and... Mergers. And mer- yeah, just... Um, yeah, I mean, people just don't care anymore. Like, if there is, like, like a larger... For- like, I don't know, say all the SEMA guys get together in Cabo, like, for their annual retreat. I, I don't even know what they talk about anymore, like like real estate prices and golf like it I feel like a serious detachment I mean I've always, I've always felt it you know growing up in a surfboard factory and you know for 30 years I sanded surfboards mm-hmm. um, I never felt like I was part of the surf industry we, yeah. we were the surfboard industry which was completely separate from the surf, the actual surf industry right like it just I don't relate to any of those guys at all like, no it's funny the, the house that um, we rent on the north shore uh, next door to next door to us it's someone who I think they own the factory that produces the Quicksilver stuff or something and it's funny the disconnect between like us and them like the way like see them we're like like even on like a social level like I'm like yeah we're not, <laughs> we're not yeah I mean, it's weird like the founders of those companies were really hardcore yeah, yeah and a lot of the people that work there are still like really sincere stoked surfers but I just feel like I don't know what happened it was, 
I think the it's corporate. It's big. It's like yeah. you start. You have to get. You have to get ridiculous people who like. I mean, it's like the, the sort of thing that happened with the WSL. You have people who worked at like these companies that have nothing related to surfing, all of a sudden working in the surf industry. And I think that happened with like the Quicksilver and Billabongs. They got like marketing execs that were like at like you know Coca Cola, and it's like they don't have a connection to this world. Like they don't. Have, it's not in their heart. Yeah. Just and, uh, you know, and I call it, and people would mock me years ago. I was like, these guys are forgetting the roots, and the, you know that the core of surf culture is is guys like shaping surfboards for their neighborhoods. And you know, I mean, I was like openly mocked for that sentiment. And then I just watched all those companies declare bankruptcy because they tried to grow too fast and they went public and couldn't satisfy their shareholders. And, yeah. I mean, and I know a lot of people are set. They got their their homes in Orange County and they got their got their, you know, savings accounts and they're they're fine. Um, but I yeah, I'm I'm glad that see like the industry had to kinda like reboot and reinvent itself and I think everyone's still scrambling and confused. Yeah. I mean I mean my average like you know, the young kids who come in our shop, um, they they don't watch the WSL. You know, yeah. They don't they don't care. Yeah. Um, they might. They might watch the highlights at the end of the contest yeah. just to see like who was ripping, but they're not invested in the heat by heat. I sitting there on Facebook Live, like clicking emojis. Yeah, I mean the the young kids. They're on Instagram. They don't even have Facebook accounts. Yeah. Oh, that's you know? true. Yeah, that's like so, that's like an older person. Kind yeah, of. that's a. <laughs> that's <laughs> old. Like like when you're like Facebook is like like day two. That's like kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll close this up with a question I asked everybody. What do you see uh, for the future of your shop in the next five to ten years? Yeah, that's interesting. I, I have, you know, right now we're in like what I call phase two. Uh-huh. Um, I don't want to, I can't like spoil phase three because if I don't pull it off, I'll, I'll look stupid. Okay. Yeah, it is okay. a little bit of a different plan. You know, I think for shops like mine, like, you know, if when our lease is up in 2020, I don't know what the market rate's going to be and if we'll even be here anymore. So, oh. like, I actually think that the future of, like, surfboard shops might be, like, Happy Battle, which has, like, a shop off, like, El Cone Boulevard, like, uh-huh. way inland where the rent is cheap. Uh-huh. So I think it might, we might get to a point where if you want, like, a unique handcrafted surfboard, you might have to drive 15 miles inland uh-huh. because I think Coast Highway rents are going to price out all the yeah. shops unless we, we get... You know, we're doing a little bit more touristy things. Like I'm, you know, it's not too blatant, but if, if you walk in the shop, if you're an astute observer of the shop, you'd notice that it is fairly different from five years ago. That yeah, there's more touristy things to sell. Yeah, and that kind of keeps the lights on. And yeah, I mean, you gotta do that. I mean, you have to sell out to sort of <laughs> to eat out, right? Like yeah. that's like there's not wrong with that. But I think it's interesting that he brought Happy Battles. That's who I just came from. So uh, yeah, and I don't know. If his things like he might be too early on the arc. So I mean, with the internet, like, and if you can ship boards and people, because Instagram really does sell surfboards. Like, yeah. you know, I can put a board on Instagram, and I'll get messages or text messages or and like, you know, so that's really opened up now. Like, if if you're looking for surfboards, you've got every surf shop in the world on Instagram, and you can like, I mean, you can find what you need. Well, I mean, so, I think you could sell fast. I mean, as 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 a as an aside, like like I just dropped T-shirts off there, like just like I dropped them off to you, and you just texted me and you sold them all. And I was just there, like that's, that's good, yeah, forty five minutes ago. And I'm like, okay, I got to ship off some more. 
Uh, all right. Thanks That's for an sitting. epic selfie, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for sitting down with us, JP, and uh, much success. What is your name and what's the name of the shop you run? Uh, my name's Nick Kokoris, and I own and operate Philly Surf Shop. Awesome. And how long has it been open like here? 2001. Oh, wow. So, wow. Pretty long. 17 ago. years. Damn. Going on 18. Why did you open the shop the first time? Like, why did you want to open uh, the shop? Back then, there just wasn't anything other than mainstream. So, it was all just, uh, you know, Quicksilver, Billabong, Hurley, mm-hmm. Volcom, just, you know, and that was it. If you didn't have those brands, you were not a cool surf shop back then. And right. I just, I saw it early on, just being like, dude, there's so much more to surfing than just the top, you know, mm-hmm. guys. I mean, that's actually for 2001, like you were kind of like a, ahead of it in, in a sense. Like that yeah, was just... Yeah, I believe we were, you know, we were one of the first. We, were, yeah. we weren't, uh, we didn't really, you know, create and invent anything. We were just kind of more of the first to kind of see that gap and uh-huh. just, you know, go for it. Do you live in this area? Um, yes, not right now. Um, but when you started... Orange you... County, yes. Yeah, okay. Orange you... County, pretty much. Orange County and North County, San Diego, my whole life. Oh, okay. Awesome. What are some of the brands and like board builders that you pride yourself on having in the shop? Like if some, if you were like, hey, this is what you could see here. Cool. I mean, surfboards. Let's see. Um, right now, Gato Heroes, um, Camelball Brothers, Bonzers, Tyler Warren. Um, there's so many, but those are like kind of the ones we're stocking a lot in right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys are the one of the only people that you can get the Gato boards from. Yeah, which yeah. is kind of awesome. Yeah, you know, we pride ourselves in trying to curate, you know, the unobtainable things that are hard to find and hard to do. That's what we mm-hmm. try to do. Yeah, the bonzer that I picked up from here was kind of like a weird hybrid of like an egg and a rush short that I thought was kind of neat. And that's why I like drove awesome. all the way down. I was like, yeah. no, I was like, I got to get this. Like, this is kind of yeah. out there. Cool. Uh, what is your typical customer, would you think, that walks in? Um, it's broad, you know, it just depends. Anywhere from locals to tourism, Laguna in the summertime now is heavy tourist destinations that we get people all oh, over the world. that's true, yeah. You know, we get, um, you know, locals, you know, core surfers to people that have never seen the ocean before. <laughs> that just come in and buy, yeah, like, oh, I want to have one piece. Oh my gosh, you know, Laguna's beautiful, uh-huh. shop's cool, just kind of picking up on our vibe that we mm-hmm. do. And so, you know, we sell to just about anyone and everyone. Oh, all, that's, all ages. That's awesome. Um... I was I was going to ask you, um, what are some of the things that you do as a shop to integrate and kind of grow the commu- the surf community here? Um, as far as events, you know, yeah. we, we try to get behind brands as, as much as possible that you know are in line to what we, you know, our vision, our mission mm-hmm. and vision. So um, we we try to do as much as we can uh-huh. to movie premieres. Sometimes there's little bands going on. If there's a book release, mm-hmm. you know, just. Yeah, because you did Tattoo's book recently, Correct, yeah, which was awesome. Super rad, yeah. So you know, we're we're always you know looking for something like that to just you know be in the community and have some fun to do. Have you seen a change in? Well, not a change. What is the difference between your online and your in-person customer? Um, online, we can tell more of us. We're in more, you know, control of what we want to tell the story, how we want to tell it, how we want to brand it. You mm-hmm. know, so. Um, you know, we try to just do a well curated thing with like our surfboards and our Thalia t-shirts and all the stuff we make. Mm-hmm. Um, we sell multiple brands on there as well. Mm-hmm. That That's changed online a little bit. It's harder to sell a lot of the middle or third party brands, we call mm-hmm. them, just because they're selling online with us. So, okay. you know, um, we focus mostly us on our surfboards and then like all of our Thalia surf shop gear. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah, I know. As well as Vans. Vans is a big, you know, supporter of the shop. We sell quite a bit of Vans. Yeah, because you guys have that, like, kind of other section almost yes. in a way. That's yeah. like, like, 
It reminds me of a lot of kind of like how the D, uh, the DQM General is in New York City, like Correct, that kind yeah. of thing. It's like there's stuff vans wise that you can get at your shop that you're not going to get anywhere else. Yes, which is really cool. Yes, um, and I love this site. For me, the site's like it's one of my. I mean, I'll be honest, it's one of my board porn sites. It's like you know, I look at it once a week and I see what you Thanks. guys have in stock. I mean, that's how I saw the Bonzer, and I was like, yeah. okay, I'm. Co- I, I called awesome. up. I was like, here's my credit card. Let's make this happen. Okay. Uh, kind of thing. Awesome. <laughs> uh, love to hear that. That's how it's supposed to work. <laughs> Thanks. What what now? You've been open since two thousand one. What changes have you seen from customers that day to th- to today? Um, there's just a lot more. Really, there's a lot of really cool things going on right now. So the you know the industry is it's really healthy on like a small and organic startup side. You know, um, it's harder for us to sell a, a lot of um, other brands online uh-huh. now. So you know we're more. It's just it's kind of gone just a little more simple. Where we're just trying to simplify everything. We just, we do all of our classic tees and just all of our affiliate stuff, and then our surfboards, and then like other brand stuff. It's just kind of just depends on what it is, what kind of collaborations we can do, mm-hmm. something to make it unique and special. So that's right. all we're really looking for. It's just something that's hard to find, limited, uh-huh. and then you know we're all about it. But if it's going to be widely distributed, it's just harder for us to sell it. Yeah, yeah. We're back in 2001, we could pretty much grab anything and everything that was new, uh-huh. put it online, put it in the store, and it would work. So now it's just harder. because Is it because those out. other br- those brands have more distribution channels now? Uh, not so much more. It's just it's, they're just retailing online with us. There's just, you know, it's just, yeah. there's not like a, a gap anymore. Oh, it's fulfilled. That makes sense. Yeah, they, they just, you know, do that now. What do you think is key for surf shops to do in order to keep the culture alive and growing? Uh, just keeping it really fun, keeping it simple, not overthinking it, and just keeping it limited, mm-hmm. special, um, you know, good, just good, unique surfing apparel surfboards and it's not over-distributed, a really cool story, mm-hmm. authentic, and people people know what they Yeah, real, realness goes a long realness, way. Realness, authenticity, man, that's yeah. it. It's nothing special, no secret sauce, man. <laughs> There's no mystery no, to it. Uh-uh. Um, last question. Um, what do you see the future of your shop and your brand in the next five, ten years? Just we're trying to just keep doing better at what we do. We're always learning, always evolving. Just trying to tell our story the best we can and collaborate where the collaborations are needed or we see value for both parties. And you know, just um, that, that's it. I mean, we're, we're doing it. We're doing really well right now. So um, just continuing what we're doing and being better at storytelling and just being better at trying to find real authentic Mm -hmm. things and just getting them out there to people that want to see them and appreciate it and Mm -hmm. that's pretty much it i mean i think you bring up an interesting point which you spoke like in this last like seven minutes you've said more about storytelling than product which i think is kind of like something that's unique it's it's Mm -hmm. you're not really thinking you know, obviously, you're not thinking excuse, but you're very much like we're sell- we're we're giving you the story, and now mm-hmm. here's the product that's related to the story. Yeah, and I think that's very endearing and the authenticity. I think it's yes. really good. So awesome! Cool. Well, thanks for sitting down with us. Yeah, thanks for uh, dropping us in one really of the, fast. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's your name, and what's the name of the shop that you run? It's Dave Osborne, and I run the two mollusks that are in LA. Okay, and how? And how long has the Silver Lake shop been open? Silver Lake's been here for four years. Four years. Four years this month. And Venice one has been around? About 12 or 13 years. 12 or 13. 12 years, let's say. The first one was where? Was that? San one? Francisco. Was the San Francisco yeah. was the first one? Yeah, and San Francisco I think was open for about a year uh-huh. or so before they opened Venice. Okay. 
And they had a shop in New York for a while, too. Yeah, I, my design studio was across the street from us. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah. I'm born and raised in Brooklyn. Okay. Um, uh, what was the reason for opening the shop here in Silver Lake? Um, there was a lot of surfers on this side of town, uh -huh. and there was nothing nothing around. Right. Um, there's a lot of guys that work in like the film industry mm -hmm. or just li prefer to live on this side of town that commute to surf. Yeah. And there's just, there's nothing here. So we wanted to be the first shop over here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're servicing a community that's like pretty big. Cause yeah. Like, yeah, because a lot of people like, I think half the people I surf with are from the east side. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Especially as pricing, people are getting priced out of Venice and people are getting priced, it's super expensive to live on the west side. Oh yeah. It's expensive to live anywhere in LA right now. Yeah. But this was like people started kind of moving more to the east side. Yeah. We're seeing a lot. Like if you just look out the window, you'll see people driving down Sunset with boards on their cars. Which and is kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's LA. People commute. Yeah. It's like people surf everywhere. Well, it's like the same thing, like, you know, recently being in New York. Like, you know, we went we were yeah. in Brooklyn and I was like, I saw people with like surfboard racks on their cars. And I was like, you didn't even see this like three years ago. Yeah. Kind of nuts. That's heavy. Uh, what are some of the board brand and builders that you pride yourself on carrying here? Uh, Rennie Ader is like definitely someone that we have a lot of respect for and it's uh -huh. really awesome to have his boards in here. Um, so Rennie and then you know just having like Scott Anderson is a great shaper uh -huh. that has been shaping around LA forever that I feel like might be almost a little underrated. A lot of people don't feel unless you're from LA yeah. you know, unless you're from really like the Malibu area uh -huh. like Scott's Scott's boards are great, so I really like working with him. The Bonzers having boards from Malcolm is amazing. Uh huh. And you know, like every shaper that we work with is pretty. I have a lot of respect for. Uh -huh. So it's kind of a nice thing to like. We we bring boards in. You know, you want to have the shapers that we choose to bring into the store. Like you know, are always top notch guys. Right. And you Andrini, guys have. And you guys have like relationships with these people too, so it's not just like they're getting shipped to you. Like no, yeah, like I was saying, I, I go pick up boards all the time too, and I enjoy doing it. Like I'll go up north and pick up boards from Rennie. I pick up boards from BJ from Fine Line. Uh -huh. um, uh, Campbell Brothers, uh, Malcolm will drop him off. His son Ian lives in Highland Park. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like they're around here all the time. So he's like, all right, I'm going to visit my son and drop off some boards at yeah, the same time. Yeah, that's rad. He rolls up in his VW van and unloads <laughs> right here on Sunset, you know, and he's that's just his son's over in Highland Park. So yeah, like all the all the shapers we carry, I, I have a lot of respect for everybody that we carry. Yeah, Bob, I mean, you Bob guys... Fan, you know, like... You guys have like a great selection. I've, I've bought a bunch of boards from you guys. Um, yeah. Mostly for that. It's like you go here and it's like... How can you not walk out with a board? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty hard. Uh, what is your typical customer here, being that you're like so far from the beach? That's a trippy one. Our, a lot of our customers here are, because of the clothes, we sell a ton of clothes out of this location. So okay. a lot of the customers are just like your average Silver Lake, oh, okay. middle-aged, uh, kind of well off, you know, because uh, they're living in Silver Lake, yeah. shopper. Okay. Then we have, you know, the boards bring in people from all over. Right. We sell boards, like people, we'll put boards on the website or on Instagram, and people will call and snatch them from San Diego, mm -hmm. you know, up to San Francisco. We ship boards up to San Francisco all the time. So the boards bring people in from everywhere, but the main customer is just kind of local. Local buying the clothes. Yeah. 
I mean, the Instagram thing has changed the game a lot for you, you guys at the shops because you guys post something and someone could call up and be like, here's my credit card, here's the deposit. It's huge. We do it constantly. Like, I'll post something on Instagram, especially at the Venice shop because there's so many more. This store, it, it's taken a while to get that going. We have, like, 3,000 followers. Like, yeah. Venice is, like, 20,000 or something. Yeah. And there's people all over the world that follow it. So I'll post something there. Someone will call and buy the board, and I'll ship it somewhere I can ship it to France or something oh you know? Jesus yeah we're shipping boards all over the world so you're not even like sometimes you're not even photographing them for your website like it's lots of times we sell them before we could even get a chance to get them on the web yeah like if you look at the web there's a ton of boards that have never made it up there mm -hmm. yeah no 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 that's the thing like I always notice when you guys are like oh we got a new shipment of this and then I'm like I'm reloading like the surfboards page I'm like why is it not here and then I'm like oh it probably sold by that time. and I kind of try and do that a little bit just to give like local guys or somebody like a chance it's yeah. really dying to get the boards because once you get those boards on the web they really start they mm -hmm. fall you know like people yeah. just start picking them up like crazy so which is great but like you know the Instagram thing gives people a chance if you live around the corner uh -huh. and you know we just got a new batch of fine lines in yeah walk in and been waiting for a set before now it's your chance to get it yeah no that's awesome yeah um what kind of things do you guys do to integrate and highlight the local community? Um, well, we do shows here all the time. Okay. Like, that's like a huge one for us. We do rock shows all the time. Okay. Yeah, and that's with local bands or friends, you know, uh, so it's always somebody around the area uh, that comes in and works with us. Oh, cool. Yeah, and those are like, those are pretty insane. Like, they're always free. They're pretty illegal. You know, we give, yeah, out, yeah. we give out beer, we move everything over, and we sit out. Like you, like you said, you were here for the All Laws show. Yeah, the, the opening you guys had four years ago was like one of the funnest like parties I've been to at a surf shop ever. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, this is the shit. Like, and like the power went out. Yeah, no, that was really funny. <laughs> like everybody was still really happy, like having a good time. But, like, yeah. like, so cool. That was one of the epic shows we've had. And then the Skiffle players played a couple years ago. Uh -huh. And I've been just talking with Farmer this morning. They're doing another show here. Oh, cool. Yeah, at the end of September which will be kind of insane. Oh, that's awesome. They don't get to play that often, and they chose here to play. Oh, you that's know? cool. Yeah, instead of a regular venue. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I love that you guys do the music thing here. A lot of, like, a lot of surf shops don't have the space to do it or right. draw and stuff. And we got lucky by chance that the sound in here is, like, epic. Oh, yeah. The way the boards are angled, I actually have a degree in sound. Oh, wow. That's, like, kind of what my, a lot of my background is. Oh, okay. But, like, the boards just happen, you know, they're angled this way, so they act as diffusers. Yeah. And then we have the high wood ceilings, and then this side, we push everything against this wall and cover it in Mexican blankets, and it acts as absorption. So, like, so there's no in there. sound in here. sounds like a studio. It's great. Oh, man. Yeah, I know when, <laughs> when I came that one time, it was the sound was amazing. Uh, you Since opening up this shop in Silver Lake, what are the biggest changes you've seen in your customers from that day to, like, today? When we first opened, it was kind of... We had a lot of people that questioned us being here, uh -huh. which was really strange. Like, almost some people in the neighborhood were almost angry. They viewed it as some sort of, like, gentrification thing, or, like, now there's a surf shop out here. What do I need to surf? People would come in and, and like, question us. It was really trippy. But then once, and then, you know, those same people would be going to Hawaii in December yeah. and need a pair of trunks. And they're like, oh, that surf shop. I remember. And then, like, they started, it took us a while for the community to realize what we were here for. Right. And so at first it was just surfers really coming in that knew of Mollusk already. And then people kind of wandering in off the streets. But now it's a lot more of just local people that know that they could get more than a surfboard at a surf shop. Right. Which is cool, yeah, because you guys sell like a lot of like like accessories, tons yeah. of books, you know, yeah. videos, the clothing obviously, 
the vans, like all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, for sure. And there's, you know, that's the kind of stuff. But really, like, that's the stuff that helps us. We get a lot of people coming in here that are like, I'm going to, this guy was in here this morning, he's going to Fiji with his family for two weeks. You know, and they're like not surfers, they're just people that are traveling. Yeah, they need beach gear and stuff. Yeah. yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, what do you think is key for surf shops to do in order to keep growing and nurturing the surf community? I think that just to stay involved, you know, pay uh-huh. attention to what's going on, stay in the water, keep surfing, you know, be in the water and see what's going on and like what boards people are riding, what shapers people are talking about or excited about, you know, just to kind of be engaged with what's happening in the surf world helps, it rubs off in the store. You know? Right. If you're out in the lineup and you're surfing all the time and you're talking to people and you're hearing about things, naturally those things start to come into your head when you're in the shop and mm-hmm. it just kind of helps it continue to grow. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Um, what kind of things do you think the larger surf like monoliths can do to help out stores or shops like you or there is there anything they can do? I don't know. You know, that's a it's a weird thing because the way that the surf industry's changed over the years, like it used to be and it still is. I mean, there's like Quicksilver and Billabong mm-hmm. and Hurley or you know, all these big, huge companies and then these smaller companies. And I feel like it's just kind of catering to a different clientele at this point. You know? So, so it's like not really like it's... Like, I mean, like, like what's the, w, like the WSL, for instance. Yeah. Like, what could they do to help? Yeah. Like, the little guy... I don't really know, you know. Yeah. I guess it's good that they're broadcasting like the duct tape, yeah, and which things is great, like that, yeah. you know, like those sorts of things. Just some, any sort of like awareness that there's yeah. another side of surfing. But I don't know why. It just sucked that the wave for so bad because then people who watch that who didn't know about it, they were like, oh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. And it's, it's like that every year. Yeah. <laughs> But there's other events and stuff too, like, and I think, was it WSL that did the, rel- the no, Surfline, uh, streamed the Relic contest that was Yeah, 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 which was really cool. That was cool, you know, yeah. like, doing stuff like that is, is pretty cool. Yeah, and what, what is the, the, the Australian version of, like, Surfline, like, they did a thing where they, like, broadcast the, the Noosa Festival. Oh, okay. They did the same kind of thing, which yeah. is, like, really cool. Like, it's, I was like, yeah, okay, you might have not known this, and, like, they're putting a camera on it, like, yeah, I agree. Yeah, for sure, and that gives so many people an idea of, like, another side of surfing. Mm-hmm. If you're a kid and you grew up and you're just looking at the mainstream stuff and you're just seeing, like, WSL stuff, mm-hmm. when you see this other, it exposes it to another end. But this day, these days, like, logging and all, you know, this mid-lengths and all these other, like, alternative surfboards yeah. are so, like, prevalent in the lineup anyway. Mm-hmm. So if you go surf, you're going to see... It's not like when it's not like the '80s when it was just all mm-hmm. thrusters. You know, you're seeing so much in the water now. You're, I mean, I think I've seen like a huge change also, like within the last like you know four years. Yeah. Like even in the last four years, you see like more and more like quote unquote alternative crap, like fishes, right. midlanks, like stuff yeah. like that, like Mini Simmons. You right. know, like the guy who would typically be guy or girl who would typically be on like a shortboard thruster like all of a sudden they're like on a mini Simmons and yeah. I'm like okay that's like cool like you're getting a different vibe totally. and stuff and we get a lot of people like that that come through the shop that are like you know a lot of guys are reluctant at first and then they're like you know I'm getting older I'm having I'm not getting as many waves on my chippy shortboard yeah. and I'm seeing these guys on these eggs or whatever and I want to I want to get more waves I want to have fun you know yeah so that's, you know, and you just see it. Like they said before, like if you're just in the water and people are down there, they're going to see mm-hmm. more options. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which I agree with. Um, okay, last question. Where do you see the future of this shop in the next five to ten years? Or just in general, like the most shops in L.A.? Yeah. So. Um, I'm not sure. Like in, 
the LA Mullets, I don't think are going to go anywhere. You know, this was a pretty big experiment to do the Silver Lake shot, and it's every year it's been doing better and better. So, like, I'm not sure if we open another store in LA, but I think that I don't know where you could possibly. Yeah, do. I mean, we already kind of have it covered there. Yeah. So, I mean, we're going to be here doing what we do. The clothing line is expanding. You know, it's always expanding. So we're just going to keep doing what we do. Yeah, I can't like now thinking about it like. Where would you go, like Northern Alpha? I mean, it's yeah, like, like we have the shop in Venice that kind of covers that whole South zone. Bay, yeah. yeah, and then we have the shop inland. Yeah, like I don't see us going to the valley or anything. No, 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 <laughs> that would make sense. Yeah, awesome. Um, thanks for sitting down with us, and uh, yeah, it's been yeah. great. Awesome, thanks. What's your guy's name, and what's the name of the shop you run? Uh, my name is Becca Manti. My name is Kyle Canelli. And uh, we own and operate Daydream Surf Shop. And how long has the shop been here? About a year and seven months. Yeah, we got the space two years ago, but we've been open for a year and a half. Okay. And what was the reason you guys wanted to open the shop? It's a loaded question. How, mu- how much time do you have? <laughs> no, no, I mean, like, just, like, the short, the long, whatever. <laughs> like, like what, what was it, like, why did you say, like, hey, I want to open up Daydream? Yeah, I'd say, um, like, there's, there's, like, the surf goals, there's, like, the coffee goals, there's, like, the kind of like fashion goals and then there's like the community goals surf of course there's you know orange county is kind of like this barren wasteland at mm-hmm. least for alternative surf culture yeah um so growing up here i just really wanted a shop that i actually wanted to go to mm-hmm. so <laughs> that was like the first thing i really wanted to have all the shapers that influence me and influence everybody in like my circle um, and kind of just a place where we could all hang out and, you know, kind of dive deeper into understanding surfboard design and surf history. I'd say those are like the main pillars of, of our surf side. Um, and doing so through like empirical analysis, like actually going out and just riding a bunch of boards and coming back and discussing and digging deeper into to the actual design theory. The, um, the coffee side, um, when we were building out, actually, there weren't that many third wave coffee shops here in Orange County. Uh-huh. Um, but it was funny, like right in that year, like three opened up all at the same time. And it's kind of been this cool uh, inertia that we're seeing with third wave coffee in Orange County. Mm-hmm. It's like 10 years behind, yeah, yeah. <laughs> behind everywhere else in the world. Um, so it's cool that it's catching up. And um, it's really rad. We still kind of get to do our own little thing in terms of coffee mm-hmm. um, that we specialize in and focus on. But pretty similarly like we're just trying to break out of the the box and do something a little bit different um in terms of what we serve here um fashion sustainable fashion is a huge thing for us um becca will probably talk more about that yeah Um, we uh we have like a pretty solid vintage collection here which is really important to me at least um my whole life i've always like frequented every flea market and antique fair since i was 10. okay um and there really isn't a place in like the greater Orange County area that specializes in that. Um, so that was something important that I wanted to bring to the shop to offer to people because it's, you know, so sustainable. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Fashion is something right now that is really disposable. Yeah. Um, so having something where you're taking a piece that would have maybe ended up in a landfill and giving it a second life for people right. is important to add to the shop and then the the kind of communal cultural yeah, yeah. goals were definitely a like a goal of introducing like a, a space 
you know how retail kind of has this really dehumanizing kind of feeling you walk into mm-hmm. a ride aid and everybody's miserable and there's fluorescent <laughs> yeah. lights like flashing in your eyes but just to kind of try to insert some humanism back into this whole deal mm-hmm. you know you can go into a shop and like know the person's name and like have a yeah. conversation with them and you see them day in and day out and so having kind of all these components of our shop together with like the coffee and the retail and the surf club it's really cool it doesn't feel like a shop it feels like a space where you, all your friends are hanging out at and right you see them all the time and you know what they're up to and you know it's not just like oh here's here's the transaction here's your money buy mm-hmm. um and then just in orange county i think it's it's uh kind of needed a place for all the weirdos to hang out yeah. like there's there's so much like uh kind of prim proper and mm-hmm. pristine luxury type places Artificial. um yeah and it's just like, like big brand yeah big box like yeah. neiman marcus and yeah then, like strip malls galore yeah. Gross. um but so yeah we kind of just like needed a place for like everybody that doesn't really fit into that mold to go and hang out um uh so that's why we are on the side of town that most of the people in the upper income echelons don't even know about maybe uh-huh. their butlers drive their cars over here <laughs> to get fixed um, but that's, you know, we're really hidden out. No, but that here. works. I mean, it's, it's better that way. Yeah, totally. and the rent's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, and that's that's always a problem. The rent is great in a random warehouse <laughs> yeah. on the west side. Of it's trippy, it. though. It's super trippy. Like, like when I see people walking, and there's, like, 30 people in here, and they're just like, oh, what the hell is going on? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know there was going to yeah. be, like, a bunch of people in well, this random warehouse. Well, that's what I've warehouse. heard from a lot of people <laughs> that do frequent your guys' places that, like, you know, they're so surprised, like, when they walk in that the fact that, like, this is, like, in the middle of nowhere, and, like, everybody's, like, hanging out. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, well, you know, for me, it's like that's sort of like I love that because that's like how skate shops used to be in New York back in the day because they were such a small community and like to your sense like when you were saying like okay there's nothing like what you're doing for the people that would be attracted to this so they're all coming here you right. know what I mean to exactly this spot, which is like really great it's cool it's a, it's a great way to have like all walks of life mm-hmm. you know it's not just for the weirdos but it's like everybody comes oh, in yeah. it's cool it's a really interesting intersection of, of the community we can get into more of that too okay um, what is what are some of the like brands and board builders that you kind of pride yourself on like having here? I got a list. Okay. <laughs> um, I right. say like well, if see, someone's. I'll like, do. I'll like, do it off the top of my head. Yeah. yeah. Um, Gato Heroy, mm-hmm. Greg Little, Andrini, Campbell Brothers. Um, really into Griffin Stepnik's fishes. Mm-hmm. Troy Elmore, Dash or Tanner surfboards. Yeah. Um. Brian Hilbers, when I can get a hold of him. The classic. The classic. <laughs> the classic story, yeah. yeah. No, no, I know. I, 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 I just talked to the guys at Moss. They're like, yeah, he disappears for like six months. And then all of a sudden, he has 40 boards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and doesn't leave, doesn't leave you the invoice. So you have the boards, and you're like, How, what? I don't know what to price these. Yeah, so yeah. like, what? A, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't get a hold of you. No, I've heard that. Uh, but yeah, we have, we have probably about like three dozen shapers in the shop right now. Uh-huh. But I would definitely say that, that we're looking at kind of the legendary guys. It's crazy how lucky we are like in southern california we don't realize it because we're born and raised here it's it's so crazy we have such an amazing surf history lineage so many of the guys are still alive today it's like we have the inventor of the bonzer living shaping board still like that's incredible mark andrini has been shaping since the 50s like he has a crazy amount of so it's just it's just wild that we're so lucky to have so many of those people here in california 
not exclusive to California. Like we get boards from Ellis Erickson and like kind of whoever's traveling through town and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but definitely put put an exclamation point on those like legendary shapers mm-hmm. in Southern California or all of California, and then definitely the contemporaries that are kind of looking up to those guys and getting inspiration from mm-hmm. you know uh, the Steve Lisses and those you know right. kind of big figures, but they're kind of doing their own contemporary spin mm-hmm. on it, which is awesome. Uh, what is your typical customer that? What would you think your typical customer is that walks in? Oh, it's such a wide range. See, it really is like like yeah. we'll have the suit and tie, uh-huh. um, Sesame Street kind of guy coming in and, and getting his coffee, his cappuccino, and going to work. Um, and then we'll have Robin Kegel smoking spliffs inside. Yeah, rolling like, a joint on her countertop. Yeah. yeah, and just like shirtless and shoeless, yeah. running around the <laughs> it's, shop. It's yeah. such a ri- wide swath. I really yeah. couldn't say what the yeah. typical. No, yeah, but that's actually that's it's you. It's me. It's like li- it's like <laughs> everybody. It's so cool. it's an interesting inter- Like I said, it's an interesting intersection. It's like the prim proper like Real Housewives almost, and then like like these vagabond mm-hmm. like beatnik surf kids mm-hmm. like. And everything in between. Well, I, I, it's probably a testament to like a the coffee thing driving it, but you're offering the vintage clothing, you're offering some like home goods, you're offering the surfboards. It's like so, it's attracting different people. Totally. Sure. Like this is the kind of place that like you know, like I was explaining how I know she's it's fine. She knows I say this about her, but how my wife's a normie, <laughs> or like how I like to call her that. I like she that. would be totally chill like hanging out here versus like she wouldn't be chill at hanging out at most other surf shops because she'd just be like I'm bored. Yeah, yeah. Like, totally. Here she'd be like oh, okay, like I could sit, open up my laptop and hang out and work, and you could go feel rails all day long like I don't yeah shit that's like totally the whole point like <laughs> there there are so many surf shops and like other retail stores that you walk into and you feel like you're just like a burden and like not supposed to even be in there and everybody's like really clicky yeah. and isn't gonna talk to you or even acknowledge uh-huh. your existence oh, yeah. no that that's a big part we try to be the opposite of that no which is which is nice yeah um speaking of those customers like what are things that you like to do to highlight and, and integrate the local community into your shop. I just want to know about everybody. But there, are there things that you do? Like, do you do events? Oh, yeah, yeah we do totally. tons We've of done, events. We yeah. do, uh, like, our friends started Mary Jo. It's the CBA yeah, yeah. Cold Brew. We did a, a launch party for them here uh-huh. and, like, obviously sell their, their product here all day long. Um, we do, like, issue releases for magazines that have started here. Becca just had the, the book club. Yeah, there's um, yeah, this I rad magazine called The Fullest. Uh-huh. Um, we hosted a book, like a women's book club here yeah, yeah. last night. Um, Our friend's going to do like a natural wine, like information kind of like gig yeah. in the coming months. We do a lot of like educational things. Uh-huh. That's like what I'm really excited about. Yeah, like the whole talk nights. We're living like in an era where there's like the probably like the least educated surfing population possibly yeah. that has ever existed. Yes. And so there's something that needs to be done about that. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're like doing Which our best. Which kind of make you laugh. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a sticker that says dumb surfers need teaching. Yeah. I agree. But yeah, so that's that's my my <laughs> forte. I'm super excited about planning all the educational uh, surf events. And we got a lot that are in the pipeline that I'm really, really excited about. Well, that goes back to the community, right? Like you guys were like, you're, pu- you're almost like your business s- kind of backbone is the fact that it's a community center. Right. Totally. And yeah. part of being a community center is education, interaction, talking to people and stuff like that. Nailed it. it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I wanted to come to the entry in the event, but I, I could I had to take care of the baby that night. We'll have more, <laughs> don't worry. Yeah, yeah. What well, we have. So I've missed. I've missed though that like every place it's been. Like and I'm like, oh, it's at Mollusk, and then my wife and I are like, oh, we're out of town that week. I'm like, great, okay, can't go to that one. And I'm like, blah blah blah. Like, <laughs> it's a bit of pain in the ass. Um, 
one thing I want to talk about that's different uh, than that you guys do than other people is you have this like surf club thing. Can you explain that a little bit? For sure. Yeah. So right now we have 43 boards um, from some of the shapers that I named earlier. Try to have about like three or four from each shaper. I have a short list of about 10 and then some kind of auxiliary young up-and-comer people that I'm always mixing in too. Um, and essentially the way it works is uh, you can buy a monthly pass, mm -hmm. just like to the yoga studio or whatever it is. Right now it's $50 a month. Uh, there's also a $100 a month membership. So with the $50 a month membership, you get to come in, grab a board, hold it for three days at a time, bring it back, swap it out. You don't have to hold it for three. You can hold it for 30 minutes, whatever. Okay, yeah. Um, and then the $100 a month one allows you to hold boards for a week at a time. Whoa. And that was kind of born out of necessity. We had people coming in from like Santa Barbara, LA, San Diego. Yeah, you're like, traveling. You're like, look, I need yeah. a board. Like, yeah. Like, I can't come drive down from Santa Barbara every three days, but I could come every Saturday. Yeah. You know, so we had, I kind of made that for them. And then we have like just a custom one, 150, kind of like whatever you need. We'll have people that are like, I want to take this board to Mexico for nine days or whatever. Um, and we'll be like, yeah, for sure. Okay. Go for it. And then we also have a day pass. It's 20 bucks. Yeah. Um, which, is, which is great that your guys are doing like the shapers that you're selling because it's a great way to be like, you know, someone might be interested in like a little, right? And never have an experience with it. They just see videos of mm -hmm. it and they hear about it and they're like, well, I don't want to put down the 1200 bucks and then be like, this thing sucks and I hate it. They could come to you and be like, okay, let me borrow it for three days. You know, that's enough time for me yeah. to figure it out and then come back and be like, okay, can I get that one that you have? I'm exactly. really glad that you brought up the little example because I've never seen one shaper change so many people's lives. Yeah. It's insane. Like we'll have people, we get a lot of people that shape their own boards yeah. coming in here and they're, they're kind of students of all the, the mm -hmm. you know, California shaping legends and they're here to learn. Um, and, and But Greg Little's boards in particular, mm -hmm it's wild like we'll have someone that comes and shapes all stuff sorts of stuff they hop on the death machine from De greg little and they'll they'll come back and they'll be like i'm never riding anything but holes or shaping anything but holes and you can just see it in their eyes they're like so just excited about that feeling of yeah, an yeah. effortless glide well, I, that's a whole nother topic we no well about. i mean because i uh, I'm friends with the guy who does Holaholic, you know, Chris. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. we talk about this all the time. But like, I think what we were saying was that, like, once you get on one of them, it's like basically, like, I, I know this is a little rough analogy, but it's like shooting heroin. Like, you're basically screwed. Like, you're screwed. Like, <laughs> that's this is like, for life. <laughs> yeah, like, this is it. Like, you have a bad habit yeah. that, like, nothing will ever solve. Let, let's say let's say it's more like dropping acid. Like, yeah, a little okay, bit less like, life ruining, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's a detrimental. Yeah. Like he was talking, we always talk about the whole wormhole and it's like how you get into it. The wormhole? Yeah, we call it like the wormhole, basically. <laughs> like we always are like, the you know, if you go with the Antrini thing, it's like just dipping in a little bit. But then if you get on a little and you actually like it, that's it. It's over. Like you're just going, you're going to go deep. Like you're going to start getting into some weird, weird boards. Yeah. I know it's one of the boards <laughs> I want to add to my collection really bad because I, I do have a, an Eric Christensen new bottom. And it's kind of like borderline, like, you know, it's a V-bottom, it's 8.0, it's got the whole entry, blah, 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 soft rails, like all that kind of thing. Well, we'll get you squared away. Yeah, yeah, I want to I want to get one really well. How do online sales play into you guys? Do you guys do much of it or? I'd say mostly board sales. We, we like, the, the online is like the back burner. Like, it was so much more important for us to, like, build a shop that's, like, good in person. Uh -huh. And, like, we're not 
web savvy. I don't know how to yeah. code. Uh, Becca knows how to code a little bit, but like we not good enough to like really make a bitchin' website. Um, so that was on the back burner for a while. But we actually just recently had a friend help us make it nice. Like we threw a Shopify site together. I think in like what two days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like <laughs> we were like, oh shit, we need a. That's we need I a website. My, I, that's what I run mine on. It's, it's, it's easy. Yeah. So. yeah. It was pretty janky, but we just got it updated. But we were so, like, we have so many, I feel like, other things that take precedent that are in person. Yeah. And eventually we'll get around to the website thing. Yeah. But we do sell a good we amount of boards. We about, like, one, one sale a day. <laughs> yeah. But do, with the board sales, do you do it like it's a shipping or do you do things? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh really? dude, yeah. yeah we send a, boards all over the world. Yeah, it's, it's a cultural cultural goal for me, for sure. Like, dude, if you want an Andrini and you're somewhere else on the si- other side of the world and you want to pay for shipping, I'll get it to you. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's so important. Because, like, like, a lot of other shops, if they're online, what it is, like, it's most, like, they do more of kind of, like, I'm going to pay you and I'm going to pick it up kind of thing. Like, yeah. Or, like, I'm going to pay you, like, a deposit off that board, take it off your site, and I'll be there next week kind mm-hmm. of thing. We do that, too. But, I mean, like, it's just it just is sad that, like, just because you don't live in Southern California. No, that's nice. You know, like, I mean, dude, you, in New York, yeah. it's hard to get boards out there. Yeah, yeah, there's only like one shop and, and I'll, I'll say this, I don't give a shit, they jack up the price like no tomorrow. Like, well, dude, I bet shipping's insane for them. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. but I mean, in all honesty, if they're, sh- if they're getting 10 boards freight shipped, yeah. let's be honest, they're not actually- Supply and demand, they're the only people out there. Yeah, that's what it is. I, well, now. I know. Yeah, that's how they're doing it. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's... it's no, that. it's great to hear because, like, some shops don't ship. It takes a lot of work, man. There's, like, <laughs> it's probably no, at pack least... pack up a board to ship is, That, like and then, like, probably a co- at least a couple hours back and forth emailing customers, emailing the shipping company, emailing the other two shipping companies because they didn't like that quote, and, it's just, you know, there's a lot of legwork, no, for sure. So I can understand why shops wouldn't do it, but I, I... It's not, like, this shop isn't, like, a financial goal. Like, it, this is, like, a cultural goal, and that's a cultural goal. So it's, like... I'm motivated by that and it's a lot of work yeah it sucks but you know to work that much but it's cool because i know someone's going to get a board they really appreciate it's funny my next question was going to be like what can you do to keep the culture growing and alive so you just said it right there you could, <laughs> you could get boards to people all sorry over. man uh, no, no 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 you don't have to answer it no it actually you answered it without me asking which is kind of nice makes my, my job easier um what do you think the big box surf industry could do to help businesses like yours or is there anything they can do Oh, whoa, I've never really thought of that. Yeah. I don't, I feel like I'm so detached. I don't even know what a big box. No, I mean, most people's answers was just that they were like, I don't think they can do anything. I mean, maybe they can. Uh, I feel like what makes them a big box store is what makes them totally unable to do anything that would help us. You know, like, I feel like those places are. Just basically, yeah. Yeah, like, they're so concerned with, like, the bottom line and, like, making like their crappy t-shirts in china and like getting them out to people in like idaho yeah you know they're just like so their like whole ethos for their company is so far removed from what our business like stands for that they would have to like change the whole like purpose of why they have a business in the first place i know a lot of like big companies now like they're they they sort of realize this on a certain level like this is one of the issues why those brands are dying they're like they're basically going bankrupt left and right yeah um it's because they've lost the fact that they even have anything to do with surfing right more kind of thing and they're trying to like align themselves with like artists and stuff for me it's kind of like it's almost like too late thing like Mm -hmm. this customer that's into that artist won't buy your product because they know 
because they're into that artist, they're ready from some mind frame that they know the, they can smell the slickness. They're like, right. no, like, yeah. dude. And it, actually, it's devaluing that artist person. Interesting. No, yeah, that's yeah. It's like why make another company that's just like that other company. Yeah. It's like do your own thing. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's it, it's funny for me because like you know, seeing it in skateboarding, it's very different. Like in skateboarding, like the big brand companies are always looked down upon, and then once a company gets a certain like size, people stop buying the product and they move on to the next company. I mean, it's, it's happened since the like. 80s Powell Peralta to like World Industries to Girl to now fucking awesome like that's the lineage right that's like the, mm-hmm. this company became big it's not cool anymore blah, blah, blah. but in surfing it's like kind of different like it's like so weird to me like I'm just kind of like there's like two like when Dane Reynolds started his thing like everybody looked down upon it and I was like that's what you do like isn't that what you do like yeah that's you, funny like I- you, kind of like like at least mainstream surf looked down on it they yeah. were like why are you starting your own company like you were with Quicksilver and it's like they're probably threatened by something new and cool starting it's kind of weird I think every single surfer should do that it's like it's funny how it's just such a strange world and I think being so removed from like the big box kind of stuff like just funny that you think that you can like you know capture a surfer and just like oh we have you know a sell over you and you can't do anything it's like no man like Dane Reynolds is probably such a talented guy he could probably start a brand that would be way more successful than any other surf brand mm-hmm. like if he had the people around him that could yeah. support him to do it and it's just it's strange that in the surf world like people will just try like companies will try to like capture people and just like lock them in and prevent them from doing these things like you know uh, like with us it's like I'm so stoked to be doing our own thing instead of just like tethered to some brand or something you know it's like nice that we can make a, a way cooler life for ourselves the way that we want to and not be like chained down by mm-hmm. a corporation. It's I mean, great. I think that's been like a common thread with like everybody I've interviewed and it's like, it's why I do this shit, like to be honest, like, um, so I totally get it. Um, last question, um, what do you see the future of your shop in the next five to 10 years? Oof. Do you want to go or me? We can both go. You, you go, go first. No, 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 you go first. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, so like, so like right now the, the, um, if you want to call it like a demo program we call it the research center okay um daydream research center and if i can make an analogy like right now we have a research center but in five years like i want it to be like a research institute like i want it to be just as grand as you can envision like i, I just want to get what we're doing out to as many people as possible Interesting. um i won't be specific about how we're planning no, on no. doing it but um yeah research center Hopefully down the line, Research Institute. There you go. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what I was going to say, too. <laughs> Stole your answer. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think if, if we are fortunate enough to be able to get our our concepts and ideas for our business to more people in more locations, mm-hmm. that would be the coolest. Like, that's the dream, you know? If we could start uh, just making, like, a place for communities that don't necessarily have a spot to get together and share ideas and provide that for them. I'd love that. I'd really like to thank the surf shops for sitting down with me, you know, especially Mark from Happy Battle, who's a big homeboy of ours, you know, JP from Surfy Surfy, the people over at Talia, Daydream and Mollusk. These are the people who are really growing our community and are doing such a good job of keeping not only keeping it alive but really helping it progress you know there's putting the products out there that deserve the most attention they're putting the products out there that are, they're appropriate to their geographic locations like 
the boards that Telia carries versus the boards that Surfy Surfy carries versus the boards that Mollus carry, they're really tuned into the local breaks. Not to say that's all they work on, but they're very careful in curating these products that really work for those situations. They're also, you know, you have a situation with like Mark at Happy Battle that they work with a lot of younger shapers and most does that as well, where they'll bring in younger shapers and try to get them in there, you know, and try to get their footing in there because as an sh independent shaper to get your stuff in the shop is really hard. And as much as you might try to sell boards on Instagram, there's nothing like someone feeling your rails or looking at your board or looking at your craftsmanship in person. And they can't tell that from a picture. You know, they really need to be able to see that. So I think these shops that I featured are really great. I recommend you frequent them. Give these people your business. And also make sure to talk to them. The thing that's great about all these shops is you could sit down and talk with them for like half an hour about anything surf related. I'll give you an example. You know, I was having a problem with one of my bonzers and I followed the fin placement that the Campbell brothers had on their website. But when I went to Surfy Surfy to discuss it with them, they gave me like a little trick that I never knew before. And once I made that adjustment on my bonzer, it was a world of difference. These are the kind of things you could pick up on. It's not just about buying stuff. But if you are going to ask people questions, like at least, you know, buy a t-shirt, buy something, like at least put some money into their pocket out of just respect. I know that's how I do it. Anytime I go up and down the coast, I stop at like Dahlia, I stop at Surfy Surfy. Minimum I buy is a t-shirt or something, you know, just to throw them some cash, but also just to get cool product, you know, bring back home. But anyway, I hope you guys got something out of it. I hope you guys out there who have small shops all over the world got something out of it and see what these other people are doing. And I wish you guys a lot of luck. I really think these small shops, whether it be in New Jersey, whether it be in Australia, whether it be in Spain, you guys are the people that are going to help this culture flourish. And without you, we're nothing. So please listen to what these people have had to say. And I hope you guys incorporate some of it into your shop. But without further ado, I'm going to get back into the tracks and then check in with you guys in a little bit with some short takes. Peace! What up, son? I heard they got you on the run for a body. Now it's time to stash the guns. They probably got the phones tapped, so I won't speak long. Give me a hot second, and I'ma put you on It's all messed up, somebody snitching on the crew And word is on the street is they got pictures of you Homicide came to the crib last night, six deep Asking on your whereabouts and where you sleep They said they just wanna question you But me and you know, that once they catch you All they do is just arrest you, then arraign you, hang you I don't think so, it's a good thing you bounce for now to stay low Once in the blue, I check to see how you're doing I know you need loot, so I send it to Western Union they probably knock down the door in the middle of the night Sometimes around four Hoping to find who they looking for But they won't succeed All they gonna find is mad empty bags of weed But worse son, you got the projects hotter than hell Harder for brothers to get they dug on But oh well, son they know too much Even the hood rat chicks Oh you heard who did what? No I don't know this shit So stop asking And I know I'm not going crazy From windows I see lights flashing And maybe somebody's taking pictures You know who that be? Police lovers and neighborhood snitches They put up a G-Sweat, everybody pointing fingers And lying, hey yo son, the tempest rising
Hide your head wherever you at On the floor from the cops with wings on your back That snitch nigga Gay police your location We'll chop his body up at six degrees of separation Killer listen, shit ain't the same without you at home Phony niggas walk around tryna be your clone They really fear you When you was at home it was pale That's why they wanna see you either dead or in jail By the time you hear this rhyme you probably be locked up Tried to hide somewhere along the lines of plan slipped out Got caught up in a crime that you can't take back Reminiscing how I used to pick you up in the act Years ago when we was younger seems the hood took us under very deep Wondering who snitching got me losing lots of sleep at night You know my mouth is tight I never sang to the cops cause that shit ain't right Sometimes I stroll past the scene of the crime and backtrack Damn, why the situation go down like that? It'll be a long time before the heat dies down And a couple of years before we see you around But till then, maintain and keep your story the same The cops is grabbing wrong niggas looking for someone to blame They harassing, struggling to find the truth There's a chance the case will get thrown out Cause they ain't got no proof to Say you guilty, your fingerprints filthy Deliver, me the gun I tie to a brick and throw it in the river Make sure it sinks to the bottom My smart police snuck you out the projects We got them, but still But still
highest girls you ever want to see, man. Take a shit and wipe my ass with a rap check The captain because I lead by example Alone smoking wax in a room full of candles Haitian lady poked the thigh with the needle Ayo the bitch kinda resemble Don Cheadle I'm like a blind seagull Twisting woolies in my eyes regal Drinking Parmesan watching Home Alone Even when I'm old alone I always hold the chrome Cause they come from out of nowhere try to pull your cord They flee off in a bluish Ford Put two in the door, never ruin the war Running the tunnels from the two in the four train In broad day, your silly rabbit rhymes are foreplay I cop a 50 bag with short chains You can see my mind's reflection in the sport range Shit is photo Uh, it's photo Raining out of nowhere, I let the flare off It almost burned my fucking hair off Science forbid, Jamaican girls be eyeing the kid She weighed 275, she could've played the D-line For the bangles, we dance the tango tango I sing a jingle, now the beam is slammed like Kurt Angle Curse out the window at a cunt that tried to cut me off I hit a window with a fried rice and duck sauce It's photo, your doodle Stash the acid in the asshole of a German poodle uh, Sacrifice the motherfucking chicken. It's photo. Now I want you to set up right here. Uh, I want you behind the garbage. Where? Where? Man? Wait for my instructions. Uh, you understand me or not? I don't. I don't. I what are we gonna do? So what I'm saying is the armor truck arrives about seven sharp. Wear the dress and wear the wig. Light one steak, then wait for my instructions. If you listen, we'll be skating through customs, eating muffins. Tropical discussions, you can see your reflection up in my Dunkins. Shit, I go nuts, and I'm not fat, I'm only robust. Crash the Jeep into your crib until it blows up. Uh, till it blows up. Crash the Jeep into your crib until it blows up. Motherfucker, till it blows up. It's voodoo. Scandinavian bottles and granddaddy kush Immaculate wardrobes, you had to look Fox head furs from furlough, I'm double booked Out of town with the subtle crooks Double dragon action, fire breathing the interaction Pure satisfaction of unknown passion Ball crashing, tire slashing and car scratching My heart Alaskan, love I was never asking Built more grass, I double dip in the stash Wine tastings, I bring my own glass Potent hash, how long the zone lasts? Audi 6 chrome dash, understatement, it's fast Talk trash and make it rhyme with great design Black Jedi with the force, lightsaber shine Breathe, slow down, take your time No race, it's an acquired taste, you should savor mine Be the change you wanna see is my favorite line When I'm quoting Gandhi to mommy before we bump and grind Last summer we summarized, I subtle rise Suckers tried to stunt, got knuckleized Newborn cry, the look of a mother's eye It's how I feel about my art, I'm always surprised And astounded by the sounds when I'm around it Founders fountain the youth drum looping, we bout it Say it loud, whacking you proud Jump screaming, shout it, brother we don't allow Say it loud, whacking you proud Jump screaming, shout it, brother we don't allow Pretty bird, pretty bird, pretty bird 
Word around town, the whole city heard. Pretty bird, pretty bird, pretty bird. Falcon flight night, you could give me hers. Pretty bird, pretty bird, pretty bird. Yo. Flying to the glass when Yo. your vision blurred. <laughs> Flying to the glass when Yo. your vision blurred. Funny stink mink with the kissy fur. <laughs> Pretty bird flew right into my screen though. Glass looking visible. Look, peep how I'm rocking my Kango like a halo. Wings of an angel. Body so heavenly. I'm down to catch a felony. Especially when the melody is telling me the recipe for flowing so steadily. It's witty unpredictably. My talent in the natural game. The bag of dame. Another track to double the main and make it sound fly. Silky, the flows is milky. Undisputed rhyme king of this mic wing. Dear motherfucker to swing. Swords cling at the battle of the rapture. Fans that'll kill you. Pretty bird scream for these microphone fiends. Legendary hip hop classic, remastered. Burn like some furics for those who wanna hear loud, it. Whacking you proud. Jump scream and shout it, brother, we don't allow. Say it loud, whacking you proud. Jump scream and shout it, brother, we don't allow. Pretty bird, pretty bird, pretty bird. Yeah. Word around town, the whole city. Heard. Up a bit. Pretty bird, pretty bird, pretty bird. Falcon flight night, you could give me hers. Uh. Pretty bird, pretty bird, pretty bird. Flying to the glass when your vision blur. Yeah. Flying to the glass when yeah. your vision blur. Yeah. What? I said smile, baby. She said I have a smile lately. It's been a while. I got trials. I feel like God hate me. I told her count your blessings, not your problems. Forget all our differences. What do we have in common? Disparities and our similarities cause casualties. All in a heart cavity, battling like the Maccabees. The way a Maccabee attacking all the faculties is deep. I'm like Philippe's the mother cat, says Applebee's. She make a bow down like the Japanese. Still our hearts like a villain, notorious, so dastardly, so nefarious. But boy, stabbing me is hilarious. Shorty on fire like a chariot. I guess a gritty verse they meant to be. Pretty bird, make a return as the phoenix eventually. I guess a gritty verse it meant to be. The pretty bird, make a return as a phoenix eventually. Say it loud, whacking you proud. Jump scream and shout it, brother, we don't allow. Say it loud, whacking you proud. Jump scream and shout it, brother, we don't allow. Pretty bird, pretty bird, pretty bird. Word around town, the whole city heard. Pretty bird, pretty bird, pretty bird. Falcon flight night, you could give me hers. Pretty bird, pretty bird, pretty bird. Flying to the glass when your vision blurred. Flying to the glass when your vision blurred. Money stink mink with the kissy fur. Wave crest by beach 17 
burnt houses where five I was afraid to go is where I first kicked my lingo Crowd was flipped as I kicked it and didn't rest And my reward was almost a cap in my chest Now in 90 I can still say that The brothers in Rockaway, yo, they don't play that Hammer Watts or in every neighborhood Look around and see all the young hoods Kids will always be making bids So you can't prevent being a product of the environment There it is, black and white Back in the days when kids were Mac Daddy, Stripe Lee Jeans, Playboys and Caddies, Long Beach, Long Beach, the MLK Center. He almost caught a bad one as he tried to enter odd way. Bum rush the back door, then scatter onto the dance floor. Me and my boys just skeezing all the cuties. Never had static, cause everybody knew me. Local me. DJs tearing up the wax, and out on the corner, some punk gets taxed. After the party, cracked open the 40. Boosted from the store, yo, the man never caught me. Jetted to the arcade, cranked the bass. And then the Fabo chased us from the place. Hop on the railroad, play the conductor. Everywhere I went, I always tucked a market in my jacket to bomb up where I went. Cause we were just products, products of the environment. There it is, black and white. White. You hear it in the strength of my voice and in my rhythm, Iggy. Now you know how I was living. It happened to me like it happened to certain pimp minister Pete Nice. So kick the verse. Kick the Richie verse. Rich and my boy. Keyway Hood type, Decatur and Kingston. Bethlehem Stuyvesant jetted to the Empire and Hoods was flaming. Open it for Dana, skins in it, scamming. Mouth open wide, all those listening. Dumb open with a Cisco in my system. Unprotected but respected for my own self. Cause of talent, no shade or nothing else. I time attention, racially fenced in. I came off and all the brothers blessed him. I left more than a mark, I left a dent. Cause I'm a product, I'm a product. of the environment. Open shout, Sam 7 DS. Yo, Joy D the doodle, shout out to Molly Mall and the IC Posse. Dougie Doug, yo, KMT causing much damage. Man, shout me out.
show up and feel as big as that I pull up and blow up the goddamn game, bro. And I'm back with some new shit, trill ass true shit. Nah, this ain't more what the same old what? whack shit that you heard that other jackass bitch. Fuck that sucker nigga, he a lame hoe. I'm a for the city I'm from. I know you can't do what I done. Got hands, don't need no guns. So when I come through, watch fuck boys run. Right off the top, straight off the rip. I want it to you, then bust your lip. And if I see you reach for your hip, then guaranteed I'ma leave with an empty clip. Better no trill niggas don't slip. And the brand new pose don't slide. Waiting on me to fall off, don't hold your breath. You in for a long ass ride. And you know I'ma represent that Lone Star State. That's where I reside, and that's where I'm from. That's what I'm about. Them candy cars and that buck cod and them 80 bows. That's smoking out. Chromey blades, that's on the chop. Push a button and drop the top, then I drop the fifth, and that trunk get popped. And that right there's called Southern Exposure. So sit back and enjoy the show while we blow switches of Doja until we bounce. Walk up in the club, two in the morning I should've stayed in bed, all I'm doing is yawning My man wanted to go, his divorce is final So this night, partying of course is vital My crew trying to get very tipsy And get our freak on like we there with Missy Brand new boots, every pair is crispy If you think about fronting, don't dare, it's risky We not just a bunch of fools and Tims That love hot cars with the coolest rims And no, we ain't looking at your jewels and gems So go back to the bar with your foolish friends I'm trying to see something nice and curly They walk in the club, turn it top to turvy I hope I turn it on with this pricey jersey It's time to play hard like Bryce and Worthy Let's go Play hard where you are In the club, at the ball All night, all time today You know it's time to play, we'll play hard When I'm up in the club, I play hard With a drink in my hand, I play hard When it's me and the fam, I play hard Let's go. My man sees something in some tight capris. Pants so tight, she gotta fight to breathe. She got the kind of body he would like to squeeze. But when it's time to push up, he the type to freeze. Man, that's that chick from the Copacabana. That had you like a little kid hoping for Santa. Type of chick to leave your ass broke in Atlanta. Then peel off like an open banana. Look, you my man, but your game is nada. And that chick dressed like a name is Prada. Her face is hot and her frame is hotter. And just then his bodyguard came and got her. Man get mad, he wanna start a tussle. That him rock give a nigga heart and muscle. Def Jam night, he try to start with Russell. You better chill for the big dude, spark and rush him. Play hard where you are, in the club, at the ball, all night, all time today. You know it's time to play, we play hard. When I'm up in the club, I play hard. With a drink in my hand, I play hard. When it's me and the fam, I play hard. He just called Earl, but he got no answer Now he on the floor and he not no dancer He all over this chick like an octopus He acting like he already got the puss I really hope son got some cash on stash Cause clubs like this, it cost a lot to push Most of these girls here looking for ballers But they keep coming back like a hook in the chorus They got shook when they saw us They want a trick with a six, not a crook in a Taurus Me, I'm just here, backing them up Girls on the dance floor, backing them up Cats at the pool table, racking them up Drink two weeks, spit it back in the cup I want a drink that's laying me out So bartender, please stop playing me out I know that I ain't no famous hustler But pass the boss game like my name is Buster Let's go Play hard, where you are In the club, at the ball All night, all time today You know it's time to play, we play hard When I'm up in the club, I play hard 
with a drink in my hand, I play hard. When it's me and the fam, I play hard. I play hard. Welcome back to the Bodega Border Crew Podcast, Volume 43. Hope you guys have been enjoying this episode. Hope you guys have been enjoying the tracks, the interviews, my little take on the surf shop scene, that whole thing. But let's do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew Podcast. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our page, bodegabordercrew.podbean.com, as well as your full episode description on your iTunes player for track listings and links to things we're talking about. And here's a couple of things we're talking about in the short takes this week. The first short take we have this week is a video posted by Mollusk called Down at the Boo by Jack Coleman. It's a classic Jack Coleman video that features some of the greats, you know, Jared Mel, Nathan Schramm, Leah Dawson, Joel and Tosh Tudor, a bunch of the people that have been coming down and making the summer sessions fun. He really does an amazing job of capturing not just the fun surfing, but the vibe there. As crowded as it's been on some of these summer days, there's just been this really good vibe that washes away the snaking and the dropping in and all that stuff sometimes. And I think this video captures it well. And if there was a video that captured this summer in general at Malibu, this would probably be it. So I think it's worth a look. Uh, Some great surfing in there, some great fun. Hope you guys enjoy it and uh, let me know what you think. The second short take I have this week is a video posted by True Ames for this new fin that Tyler Warren designed. And it has Tyler Warren surfing it, obviously. I've had the other uh, Tyler Warren pivot fin on a couple of my boards and I've tried to make it work and it just, I didn't gel with it. Some people really like it. Uh, For me, it just acted a little too stiff. But looking at this video and looking at the shape of the fin, it looks very Greeno-esque. It's something along the lines that I like to surf. You know, my kind of, I tend to be like a Greeno 4A person and that kind of shape, you know, pivot fins really don't do it for me. It looks really good. The video is pretty awesome. It's short, but I think it's worth a watch. I also think it's just cool when these fin companies put out these really good videos of people surfing the actual fin rather than just someone talking about it. It's nice to see how the fin works on on a board. Now granted, some of these surfers like a Tyler Warren, they can make any board and any fin look amazing, but at least it gives us some kind of idea how it's gonna work. So we have a link to it uh, in our podcast description, so make sure to check it out. The last short take I have this week is about two contests coming up. The first one that I want to talk about is the Hot Dogger, which will be officially September 30th this year at Hermosa Pier, as usual, on the south side. We're a sponsor again this year, and thank you, Eddie, for inviting us again. It's one of my favorite events to not only be a part of, but to attend. Uh, This year, there's going to be an after party that's sponsored by a company that we'll let know later on and I think it's going to be bigger and better than last year I'm really excited I'm really excited to be sharing a space again with the bandits we're going to have a little booth there we're going to have some merch we're going to be interviewing people 
I love events like this. You know, this is what makes our culture great and awesome. And I can't wait to see everybody who comes down. If you do come down, make sure to pass by, say hello, get some free stickers, see what happens. Uh, yeah, it'll be cool. Uh, the second contest I want to talk about is the MSA Classic Invitational, which is happening September 8th and 9th down First Point Malibu. I'm really excited about that because it's a great opportunity to see all these club surfers come and surf together and hang out. So people like Joel, Devin, Cassia, Jen Smith, uh, Lola Mignot. Uh, I was looking at the heat sheets earlier today and it's a pretty stacked field. Uh, a lot of great surfers out there. If you want to see some great logging on not so crowded Malibu first point, I think this is a perfect opportunity. You know, I know parking is going to be a bitch. It's a weekend, Malibu, of course. But what I suggest you do is park at one of the lots that's a little bit of a walk. You know, pay the 15, 20 bucks, make sure your car is full, come with your family, hang out for the day. Uh, another great vantage point to watch it for part of the contest is to watch it from the pier. I know last year I watched a part of the contest from there and it was a lot of fun. You get some snacks. In general, I'm glad that it's happening. It's a great event. Club contests really are something that makes what we do in surfing different than most competitive surfing in a sense that it's more about getting people together than about some point system. And I think that's great because all we want to do is really have fun out there. So make sure to check it out. Go over to the Instagram account. Hopefully you'll be there. If you're there, I might see you on one of the days. I know I have to be down for some business stuff, so I'm excited. Um, but I want to thank everybody out there for their support and everything that they've been doing. I want to thank everybody who's been placing orders with us uh, and being patient because we've had to reprint a bunch of the shirts uh, just because we're running out. And we have some more stuff coming out soon. Uh, there's some hats being released soon. We're also on the final stages of testing the Chunky's Surf Wax. Uh, we have a great squad of test pilots, Worm, Johnny Pitzer, Asher Hunt and Mike Siordi are testing out the formulas right now. Everybody seems to like what we have so far, so I'm pretty stoked on it. We're just fine-tuning a couple of little, little details of it and packaging. Hopefully it's going to be available for purchase by the time the hot dogger happens. I know for sure we're going to have at least samples available for people at the hot dogger, which I'm really excited about. Check it out then, order it then. I also just want to thank all the people that have been supporters and followers and stuff. You know, one of the things that I love about doing this thing is I love when people either meet me in person or talk to me on Instagram or email me and ask me advice. You know, I am no way near an authority and I never will be. I can never be an authority in surfing but I can at least point people in the right direction to things whether it be board builders whether it be scenes shops whatever is going on you know and I'm lucky to be able to do that so I really dig it when people ask me for advice and I just point them in the right direction you know and it makes this a lot of fun and it makes why I do this a lot of fun I think it's one of the things that might separate me from other people who do this you know I'm not looking to make some kind of huge profit on this or get some you know major surf brand to support it I'm really here to just kind of for the ride and meet people and I've been meeting a lot of people in lineup and I really dig it so I want to thank you for your support thanks for listening thanks for taking time out of your day for sitting down with us and I'll leave you with our famous words which are there's no need to bust a craze on a wave just go out there have some fun enjoy yourselves 
If you snake someone by accident, do the right thing and apologize immediately. It makes the situation a lot better and just be more careful next time. Hopefully I'll see you out in the lineups and uh, that's about it. Till next time, peace. Yo, I got a true romance with my people who break dance Can't stop clapping my hands when I see y'all jam So my fans hooked on four elements of hip-hop My heart's pounding crazy when b-boys rock Steady crew and eternal to creations No matter what the nation you literally break Barriers and bounds, peace to free, some throw down Wearing king's crowns, clowns better bounce Man, I'm out of control, kids Roll with b-boy, unit, freestyle fanatics Love the way you go against gravity and science the floor techniques and my peeps in the alliance The floor freaks, atomic b-boys, revengas, relievers Taking out these toys We got brakes, cypress, turntables, microphones and cans And yo man catch me chillin' in my b-boy stands We bring it back to the one-on-one rhymes The spray cans, the break dance, the good times The fly chicks, the fly kicks And yo Supreme's on the mic and then beat is on the mix We bring it back to the one-on-one rhymes The spray cans, the break dance, the good times, the fly the fly kicks, ayo, cosmic on the mic, and the beat is on the mix. In hip hop, one cornerstone haven't been enough reflected. The most underestimated, but the most respected. B boys from all cities forming sessions with rock mics and cans, but check the body expressions. I brought fast footwork and acrobatics. It's like free drugs for subcult addicts. LPs with static, break beats and tons. Kids on the floor with power moves and stunts. Keeping the battle theory alive. No hard feelings afterwards, give me a high five What does the B&B boy stand for? To me you stand for getting busy on the dance floor and more B is for being hardcore, these kids breaking on the floor like I'm breaking the law Meaning with no remorse, yo B rock on hey, yo, B is for taking it back to the source And busting moves to the beats Neck breaking acrobatics like head spinning on the street With your heart to the asphalt, feeling the pulse Cause B is for blood, cocky B-boys grabbing they balls Pointing out the opposition, cause B is for battle Stepping in the circle, sweating like body workers You up rock, you down rock, you pop like you don't stop B is for how I pick you up with park shots I define a true B-boy by being fresh Beautiful, brand new, and simply the best We bring it back to the one-on-one rhymes The spray cans, the break dance, the good times The fly chicks, the fly kicks Promo on the mic, and then beat is on the mix We bring it back to the battle ciphers The Peter Pipers, push up your lighters The beer cases, the fat laces The name bells and the smiling faces Without the B-Boys, hip-hop wouldn't be here Without the, 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 the B-Boys Hip-hop wouldn't be here Without the B-Boys, MCs and DJs Hip-hop wouldn't be here I need you to feel me I need you to feel me Can I take it there? Yeah Y'all got to understand this. Uh, here we go. Yo, I get that type of love that none be worthy for, but everyone be thirsty for. My inside game is like number 34, but I don't play the dirty floor. Now what the fuck the wall search me for? Now understand, I don't bring her to a man. I give that word of command like George Bush. And get yours pushed. You see text blow all through your metro. 
I give niggas the business like Dre did with death row The first nigga that flinches get caught in the clinches And feel the death sentence relentless I'm trying to fucking end this Y'all taking inches trying to make them into miles Me, I'm taking Benji's trying to make them into pounds I be that ghetto prodigy from all lower land And now cover more ground than the lawnmower man Sick fools that probably kill you Your mind got bewildered And now you're looking for definition like bodybuilders My only question be what's fucking with this I'm like Bernard Hopkins who they duck in the mist Nigga please, how much dust can you twist? Either that or you got diesel stuck in your wrist Straight up with hot chicks is how I stay laid up And I don't think the creatine can help your cats get your fucking weight up Now if you're feeling like you got something with it Shit, I'm calling a house of 112 to come and get it Because I'm angry, it don't mean I'd kill And just because she looks good, it don't mean I'd hit it And just because I'm horny, it don't mean I'm with it Just because I make records, don't mean that I'm gassing Just because I'm rapping, don't mean I chase ass Just because I'm wildin', don't mean I can't stop I got discipline, baby, and I use it a lot People, it's something that you should be considering Things could turn bitter when you don't use discipline You might wake up the next day upsetting and fear Bugging out, yapping about how the fuck did I get here? Who the hell is this stranger staring all in my face? Now you're wishing you had positioned yourself in that place Think just in case you should've took more precaution A good time can become a nightmare so often Like this nigga I know that met these chicks on tour They rocked him to sleep, robbed his ass for cash galore Skated off in the night without a trace or a hint Scheming, tantalizing him, dressed up in lace and shit Caught that kid out there 
All high and dumbfounded, made him think he was getting some pussy He just knew he was gonna bound it Situations like this won't make you think twice That's why instead of preaching death in my songs, I breathe life Baby, He made a $10,000 investment, now he's not to be messed with Makes the girls get undressed quick He's on some big muscle chest shit, posted by the exit That's my man, he's the owner, yeah he be on some next shit Said we make a few million by the next millennium Told me to keep dropping jewels like a trigger man, putting lead in them Like Flavor said, I tell these songs to kill the noise You know your pops told you, watch them New York boys all night The ladies be like up in my mug Tranquilized in a trance, dancing up in my drug Fly honeys they hold me down like always The same cat that used to get blunted down in the hallways I love the cutie pies, never the duty pies I got discipline, I want the crew to rise Situations like this so make you think twice Instead of preaching death of my songs, I breathe life Something that you should be considering Things could get better when you don't use discipline Imagining yourself living lavish and plush Hanging with the cat who be spending cabbage and buying stuff However, don't be too clever with your endeavor And don't let too many men receive your treasure Most cats be thinking with their Bozak I admit in the past I was trying to break these hoes backs And skate without giving up a dime You know them fly ladies had a good fucking time Copping me some Timberland with a jacket to match it Girls nowadays want a pigeon for chicken Scratch. And I ain't giving up Nathan Long as my game expands It's my discipline to hate Situations like this will make you think twice That's why instead of preaching death of my songs I breathe life And just because I want to it don't mean I will And just because I'm angry it don't mean I kill And just because she looks good it don't mean I hit it And just because I'm horny it don't mean I'm with it Just because I make records don't mean that I'm gassed And just because I'm rapping don't mean I chase ass And just because I'm wildin' don't mean I can't stop I got discipline baby whether you do or not hey, baby,